weekend for sure. Limping in. Oh, the euphoria of one thing and the misery of the next. There's nothing worse than uh, celebrating. You forget, it's almost like uh, the the Friday flight to Vegas is always more fun than the Sunday flight home. It was football. Got all amped up and everything else. And then uh, before you know it, uh, everybody in this room at least, our teams were pretty much bounced out of the game before our chicken wings showed up at the table. It was bad. (laughs) Bengals lost. Vikings lost. Bears lost. Steelers lost. None of us really competitive at any of it. No. So this room's depressed. However, if we went to uh, Metallica, which Brady, you, you missed this one. If you went to Metallica on Saturday night, holy Christ, that was what it's supposed to look like. It was crazy. Mind-blowingly great. And compared to a week before, where I actually said after the Friday night, first night show, ah, I got to go back Sunday. This is kind of a pain in my ass. That wasn't that great. Uh, and then you realize maybe it had something to do with COVID. Maybe something was going on, but everything about Saturday was perfect. That's the that's a top three as far as the way it sounds, looks, yeah. and and then all of us were sitting there saying this has changed the way stadium shows are going to be. This is the the way it is from now on. That, that was ridiculous. Like what a show! It made me sit back and just say, you know what? I think I'm going to go out and. And give Five Finger Death Punch a try again. I'm going to get their, their five albums, and I'm, I'm going to give this a run again. <laughs> like, what am I thinking? I feel like I did the whole thing. They, everything about it was it was euphorically good, like what music concerts are supposed to do. We had a blast on Saturday. So thanks to Metallica for healing up and getting out there and killing it. James sounded incredible. When he started out with Whiplash, I was like, whoa, oh, yeah, I thought you the, were sick, bro. What's <laughs> up, man? Coming out of the gates with Whiplash, my buddy Ryan standing next to me, he goes, this is how it's supposed to go. Yeah. Like, you go, I can't believe they're doing this right off the bat. Whiplash opened the show, and I mean, tore it down. It was great. And I think the crowd kind of grew as time went on, too. Yeah. Like, it was that moment of like, all right, we're here. Do it. We got our tickets. Get it out of the way. And then realized, well, you're being presented with something phenomenal. Absolutely great. So, yeah, Metallica tearing down as we speak so the Cardinals can use the stadium next week. And Why? Let's do Yeah, let's show. just keep doing Screw that. that. Yeah, let's have a season. Of, let's have 17 of those. Yeah. That was and awesome. Maybe they should, uh, you know, instead of doing a Friday, Sunday, Yeah, maybe they do their tours where they're there for a week. Yeah. Doing uh, Saturday night. Just do a Saturday, Saturday. And then, uh, yeah. I think, uh, and then, you know, just have the people in the other cities going, no, hold on, you can't do that. Like, trust Phoenix. Yeah. Give them a week off in between, and these dudes, it was a, it was outstanding how great that was. I've been to a lot of good shows in my life, a lot. It's hard for it. I'm cynical. I've seen a lot of concerts. I've been through the, that one was, uh, that was crystal clear. Awesome show. Good stuff. Going away, it was a good thing Phoenix got the uh, COVID version of James because whatever they did night two, Night and day. Oh, um, it was, yeah, it was, it was night and another planet's day. It was, I mean, to me, the first night was, especially now, was bad. But when I left it at first, I'm like, eh, you know, 
What are you going to do? Big stadium. I kept doing the same thing in my cynical concert self says. Eh. Stadium shows are never that good. It's always bad sound. Yeah. They never have it figured out. I thought they might have with the setup. They didn't. It was echoey. It was it was bad. It was kick drums. That's all you heard. And then now after that last one, I'm like, nope, night one was just a bad night. They just didn't play well. The sound was off. James was sick. It was just not good. I'd like to thank the Chinese flu for showing up uh, yeah. the week before yeah. because <laughs> all the people that were emailing me, was, it's the flu. Get your ass up there and play the second no. night. No, give him a week off. The dude was incredible. And the energy was different. Everything about it was great. That was great. And you were down in the snake pit yeah, because you blew the guys from Suicidal. <laughs> nice work, Brett. I got the last minute thing because uh, he's like, you got any good tickets? I'm like, yeah, I got radio tickets. He goes, I'll hook it up. Now, when I'm you like, say right. he, mm-hmm. you mean... Mike Muir. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the the main guy from yeah. Suicidal Tendencies. So Brett was, uh, you know... Hey, buddy! Been a while. But, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Gotta do what you gotta do. You've been friends with him for a long oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't asking. No. He no, just no, no. gave him to you. Yep. Oh. So I went down there, and it, I tell you what. I mean, I know you said the sound was great up in the suite, oh. and, but down in the snake pit, there... There's no other way to see Metallica. I mean, it's. I know it's expensive. Oh yeah, and, you know if you got to pay for them, but give it stuff, is though. worth it. They give you like a thermos. Oh yeah, yeah. You get all these weird things. My buddy Chris was down in there, and he's got like Yetis and toys, stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah. good ones. Yeah. It was like, oh my god, they gave you all that. Those are projectiles. Yeah, they trusted the people who paid to be in this. Well, they figure if you're spending that kind of cash, yeah, you don't want to see a short concert. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, they're just nice things. They gave them very nice things. Oh, nothing about it short. They were on for two and a half No, what I'm saying, if you threw your projectile... Oh, yeah, no, yeah. You're going to be dismissed. Even still, though, they're drunk. They're at a rock show. It's amazing what people will throw. (laughs) When you give them... There's a reason why they don't hand them out at a lot of events. It's like some some reason. People just chuck the thing. Those big beach balls, too. It's like, oh, my God. And that I was saw a, some guy get knocked the F out. Yeah. Like he wasn't looking, and all of a sudden boom. just boom. That was the weird thing about the Friday show compared to that. They drop a bunch of beach balls. And the Friday show, they just, everybody just gathered them and put them back on the stage. Like, oh, Metallica, you dropped a bunch of beach balls. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> and they gave them back. And there was no, This one was a beach party. Oh, yeah. They were flying around. It was fun. It was like, it was like oh, that's, that's the way this is supposed to look. Yeah. Kirby then, showed me some film of that. She's fascinated by the dog piles on about four or five balls. Yeah. Where they're jumping in, yeah. deflating. Mm. <laughs> I saw a couple of deflators, too. Like a guy grabbing at it, and then they're pulling, and you just see the ball just disappearing. Yeah. Guys are, they're huge, though. But, yeah, it was fun. It was a great show. And emails afterwards, because I checked. Oh, everybody. Euphoria. It was, yeah. it was an amazing show. So, very cool that we had that going on. Then, we're all amped up, a little bit uh, drunk. Have some fun. Seven hours later, I mean, I'm in the I'm in my pool at 1.30 in the morning, feeling great. I come back from the show, a little bit off, you know. I had a nice night. And I hop in the pool, lay down, fall asleep, wake up at 7.30, fired up some more, football going, and then uh, 15, 10, 15 minutes into football season, I'm like, F- this, I'm going to bed. Game one's over. Miserable, this sucks, yeah. Yeah, overreaction Sunday is upon us. Week one is always overreaction week. Everybody's the greatest team of all time. Everybody's the worst team of all time. I don't think Dallas is going to be tolerable all week. A Cowboy fan, what they saw last night was outrageous Super Bowl contender stuff. However, you played a team that clearly needed another week. Something was wrong with the Giants. Uh, I did enjoy... Well, I don't enjoy this, but I hate when sports does the... uh, 
you know, the home team is here to support and honor, blah, blah, blah. And I always go back to the Brian Urlacher uh, dying mom thing. He His mom passed away, and the Bears made this proclamation. We're going to do this for Brian and what he's gone through. Our, his mom, and this means something to us, and we're going to do this for Brian's mom. And they're crying. And went out, and the Saints just beat the living tar out of him. And that was for Brian's mom. Like, their tribute was awful. I always think it's dangerous to go, and the Giants now celebrating 9-11 last night. And it was the Giants' performance was supposed to have extra gravitas because of the New York City on 9-11. And they break out Queen Latifah. To, I didn't even know she sang. Sing the national anthem. The flag is beautiful. Everybody's Sweet in. Sweet Gucci suit. Yeah. NYPD, FDNY hats. Everybody's in the gear. Everybody's celebrating and thinking, you know, this is for the fallen. And the Giants went out and just bent over and got as hard as you can on TV by the Cowboys of all teams, whose job it was to go in there and wreck the 9-11 celebration. I hate when sports does this. Dallas's job was to go ruin (laughs) 9-11. And tonight, you got the ultimate New York battle. We got Buffalo versus New York tonight. And again... I don't know that it's appropriate to say, all right, everyone, here's a moment of silence for the fallen from 9-11. Okay, let's bring out those jets. I'm like, no, no jets. <laughs> you don't want to talk about jets and 9-11. I think the jets should stay far, far away from all 9-11 tributes because, let's face it, the one memory we have of jets for 9-11, not super solid. So if the jets go out, you know, and they <laughs> all over themselves in front of it, then you have to wonder, should New York even do these 9-11 things anymore for sports? The Yankees lost in 2001, and no 9-11 celebration's ever gone as planned. It's pretty much gone the way the terrorists would want. I mean, I think the terrorists last night were Cowboy fans, and they got their way. And New York's got to stop having 9-11 sports celebrations. They just have to. I don't think anything good ever happens on 9-11 in New York. Let's just say that. and so Let's just keep them... You know, that week they need to be somewhere else. Out of respect, we won't play. Yeah, we're not going to play. Yeah, there you go. The, all the, the lights, oh. the stadiums are dark. That's smart. That's yeah, a, that's, that's what, what they should do. Out happen. of respect, the Jets and Giants won't play home games. They, they're on the road. They don't play 9-11 home games. And then you can have your memories of Jets and Broncos and Mile High on 9-11. And you do the, remember the fallen. And wear the FDNY hats and whatever. But at least you're not dragging New York through it again. And, uh, you know, it's just tonight we'll find out if they can go 0 for 2 for 9-11. Yeah, but the uh, the teams that are horrible aren't horrible. The teams that were great weren't great. Uh, hopefully, in my look, case especially. Most people, sadly, you know, they'll do the pre-ceremony and everything. But everyone, everyone wants to see how Aaron Rodgers is oh, sure. coming out. That's all this is about tonight. Aaron Rodgers was the big story in the offseason. It's seeing him in a Jets uniform. I mean, he's decided to mirror Brett Favre's career completely. We'll find out. He'll be a Viking soon. It's enough. the same thing. Yeah, he's going to quit. And was an amazing and... actor on Hard Knocks. Yeah, and duped everyone. <laughs> yeah, he's every, a good guy. Everybody fooled into liking Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, and I don't know how he did that. That's a magic trick. That's his best play. He, all the accolades, it was awesome. won a Super Bowl, and all that. The most amazing thing he's done is make the world like Aaron Rodgers in three short weeks. But yeah, that's tonight, so we'll find out. Are the Cowboys that good? They're very good. But I don't think they're that good. Are the Giants that bad? I don't think so. 40 to nothing? I don't think no, they're bad. not that bad. The Cardinals ran with the Washington Commander skins. 
And, and even the Cardinals were surprised, I think, midway through. It's like, we got a chance in this thing. This is like, this Washington team doesn't want to play. And they didn't. And then finally just kind of talent won out, I think, on that one a little bit. But the Commander Skins aren't that bad. The Cardinals weren't that good. Uh, the Niners are very good. They're loaded. That's going to be – that's one team you watch when you realize, oh, my God, I didn't realize every position is all pro. And if Brock Purdy just kind of minds his P's and Q's, and I think that guy's pretty good. Uh, and congratulations to uh, Scottsdale School System for that one. That little prick. He's got the most punchable face on the planet. I hope his parents are listening. I wanted to – I just wanted to face your son all day yesterday. Little cutesy from, and then somebody said, "Yeah, but we got to support him because he's local." And I'm like, "Have you been on these freeways? Get out! Like, wh- wh- why do we have? Why do we have that mentality? Oh, he's local. You got to support him." I'm like, "Not one, not one mother f- supports me on the freeways." And we're from the same place. Nobody goes, "Hey, local guy, nice. Thanks for cutting me off." We hate each other constantly, every day on the freeways. Constantly, never once does it run through our mind. Got to support him. He's local. Never. You never look at the license plate of the guy who just dipped around in front of you or is going 45 on the freeway and go, well, he's from Arizona, local guy, let him do it. Uh-uh, we only do that in sports. F- Brock Purdy and his whole family up there. I, I don't care if they're listening. I don't support him because he's local. I support business because it's local because that helps me. That's good tax money. It keeps things churning. I like that. Support local business. Support local bands. Support local athletes who are playing somewhere else. F- you. But he's good. I knew he good. lit my team yeah. up. The kid's good. Yeah, well, he completely lit my team up. I'm not going to sit and go, well, at least I know where he lives or the general area. That. We all fall for that. Metallica did that. Hey, Phoenix! Oh, Five Finger Death Punch threw out a couple KUPD references, and the place went bananas. It was great. And again, I'm like, well, that's just pandering, but I really enjoyed the pandering. Sometimes pandering's great. But, yeah, I don't understand that whole support the local guy when we're so mean to each other. Like, you can't even stand in line at a Circle K and have a dude cut in front of you. Say, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, but I'm from, I'm local. Oh, <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> Go get him, buddy. I didn't realize we're from the same general area. We don't support each other while we're local, let alone some dude playing for another team. A rival. But that's a good team. And if they keep it together and stay healthy, that is a Super Bowl contender. Dallas the same way. But are they that good? No. Are the teams they beat that bad? No. And so it's week one overreaction week. The, the power rankings are all going to shift. I will say this. I do think that Brett's Bears are as bad as they showed up. <laughs> and I looked at that and I thought, oh, my God, something's just bare about this. Well, you were talking about how some teams need another week or two. of. Uh, yeah. We need another season or two. Yeah, you need actually, a season or preseason. Yeah. I think if you had a 15 or 16-game preseason, then you could kind of work the kinks out and then get ready for that last game of the year. But, man, oh man. Come on, basketball season. They made the Packers done. Yeah, they made the Packers look like they never lost far or right. Come on. No, 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 no. He's right. Don't get your hopes <laughs> up over there. Now there's a lot of teams like, you know, maybe my Steelers do absolutely have this kind of like, whoops, I don't see it. But I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders, but I wanted to see the growth, you know, from last year. They didn't show it yesterday. But the Bears are they're a bad team. Oh, they're terrible. And Joe Burrow said he messy. just wanted to uh get a quarterback rating lower than his yearly salary. <laughs> yeah. And he well, did it. And he did it. And he did it in a big way. Yeah, they were a mess. The Bengals are not that bad. The Browns are not that good. Both are good. I mean, when when you have more punts than completions, Joe Burrow at halftime, uh, something's just not clicking. So they, they just, you know, they, you know, plenty of teams in week one go out there and uh, the bed. 
And that's what happened with the Bengals. That's what happened with the Steelers for sure. That's what happened with the Bengals for sure. I think the Giants were the Giants are a decent team. They just got they just got railroaded immediately. But football's back, so we're talking football. It's not all bad. Congratulations to the 49ers fans I was going back and forth with. I, I thought the Steelers would be competitive for sure. I didn't think that would happen. But uh, 49ers fan tipped the cap, walk away. And I got the stupid Then Browns you get the stuff. mouthy ones. So eh, you know. They, I, they deserve it. They earned it. I had man goop yesterday. Hey, man, take a picture of me and send it to send it to John. I'm like, oh, he's no, a Niners I'm fan? I'm not dealing with that. That's not surprising. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> man goop. <laughs> Did he say take a picture of me? Yeah, and send it to you in his jersey. All right, that's very Niners of him. <laughs> now, San Francisco, take a picture of me now. <laughs> Sashay, Chante. What jersey is he wearing? Is there three numbers on it? <laughs> ah, I'm saying because he's big. <laughs> you might as well have sent me that picture. We've been all day. I was in a mood. Yeah, waiting all that time to watch your team just not play is the worst. But Cardinal fans, you know, played better than... I think they walked away probably of uh, of most teams. We can compete. Kind of the big winner of the, like, hey, that wasn't so bad, you know? It was almost like surgery or going to the dentist for Cardinal fans yesterday. Just, ooh, let's see what happens. They played okay. It came out like, yeah. It's still playing know, the commander skins. Up. We lost. The commander skins are pretty good. Yeah. They're not terrible. I don't know if I mean, they're not bears, the but, you know, they played like they were awful. But Cardinal fan walked out of there going, that didn't hurt as bad as I thought. This isn't so awful. The Giants coming off a 40 nothing loss. And playing Sunday here, uh, oof. I don't want. I don't want to see. A, I don't want to see that team uh, unless you know they just keep having kinks. But I can't imagine the Giants are going to come off of that loss feeling like they can't look at the Cardinals like fresh meat. We'll see. It all settles in week three, four. You start realizing where you're at. Week six and seven, the contenders emerge, and the rest of them fall in place. We already with, found place. Yeah, with the yeah, and the Bears are the Bears we are getting that out of the I mean, way right Why mess around? They'll have a couple games this year where you're like, hey, that Justin Fields broke loose and scored 21 points accidentally because for some reason the man hates throwing the football. He just loves running around. But yeah, that's that. I felt bad. I have a friend who flew out for the Cubs and Diamondbacks games, and he's a big Bears fan. He always goes to the home opener, and he flew out and he. T- Texted me last night and he goes, "This whole weekend f- sucked." <laughs> Cubs got trounced by the Diamondbacks three out of four, and he was at all the games they lost. And then he didn't go Sunday, and the Diamondbacks lost. And then the Bears game, he's just he's mush. He mushed it, and we all feel that way. So it was lovely. Trip came over yesterday to the house for the Steelers stuff. Brought a bunch of cheese, put it on the brand new cheese pyramid. It was beautiful, pounding that stuff. And then by the second quarter, I just hear, "I'm out of here." Like, huh? I'm out of here. This is terrible. Like, you're right. Can I come? <laughs> but we'll see. It'll be fun. And it is 9-11, so now we have to start uh, dealing with how much the news is going to try to milk sadness from our bone marrow that they're just digging deep and sucking on. I've already heard it on the radio oh, once this morning. They had uh, people, you know, brothers of people who've died 22 years ago, and they're trying to make you cry and sad. Identified two more bodies. Yeah. From- and I, and I mean, what are the odds they identify them the week of 9-11? Mm-hmm. Bring that news out. I hate how they do this. I hate how Interview they... Interview with a pilot that uh, dodged both planes. Right. Always the guy, land. the Brady of the story that didn't have anything to do with it, but somehow is on the news going, yeah, I've been in that plane. Uh, I, I flew that thing six days before it hit the... Well, you know, the big memory of that plane wasn't your successful flights. 
Nobody remembers Amelia's wins. Six days before. So yeah. what happened to the guy who flew it the day before? Right, I mean, who yeah. cares about your six well, days a week? Well, how about only talk about the dude who flew it that day? Yeah. Otherwise, the plane was functioning at a perfect level with no terrorists on it. The plane had nothing to do with it, but they're going to drag all those people out. And, you know, the the Mark Wahlberg story of, I was, I was supposed to be on the flight from Boston, but I, a last-minute change. All right, you didn't get on it then. I guess you have no story. I'll just say this. I think it was 2014 or 2015. I was in Morocco. <laughs> oh, they had an earthquake. Yep. They had an earthquake. <laughs> That's right. Brady's wandered the streets of Morocco that are no longer there. You've also been to Maui. Yes. Oh, my God. You know how I've close just, you've been to death so I'm often. very blessed. You might as well, well have a sickle and one of them black robes because you just wander around and ruin wherever you've been. I was in uh, New Orleans before Katrina. Oh, so, my I mean, God. You know, it was, was Brady crazy. there? Well, I'm sure he was. Oh, Brady, have you been to New Orleans? I'm setting up some interviews for you, Brad. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> have you, you were in New Orleans before 2005? No. Oh, you know. Oh, oh, thank God. So close. we got to get you over there for another one. But I just, I, I, uh, I remember my story of 9-11 being personal and yelling at Channel 12. I'll never forget the day I basically said, local news can go f*** itself. When on the air that morning, our second week on the air, 22 years ago, wasn't it? It was our second week, and we're just getting our footing. We're trying to figure out what we're doing here. Boom, boom, planes hit the buildings. My uh, soon-to-be wife was in there. Damn you, Terry! Almost. And uh, I just remember thinking, well, she's dead for hours. You know, my dad called me. My dad, who is the bedside manner of a hammer. You know she's gone, right? Like at, at <laughs> nine in the morning, it was an. It was like right after it happened. I get a call from my dad. Oh boy, because he knew she was there. He was like, "Yeah, you know she's gone, right? Just brace yourself." I'm like, "I'm okay." No, she's dead. Nobody gets out of that. I'm like, "Thanks, Dan. That's nice." No, seriously. Just how are you? I'm like, "I'm doing. I was okay. She's dead. Okay. Do you know? I think I've seen the body on TV. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure I saw her." Man. You're dead. Enough. But he called with, that was his, all right, boy, buck up. You're, you got to toughen up. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, he's probably right. Because at the time, when the buildings fell, they were saying on TV, you know, there's, there's potential for 25,000 people to have been inside of those buildings at that time. Because it was right after, right before work started. Who knows how many people were there. Luckily, and it sounds terrible, but in hindsight, you look back and like, how did only 3,000 people pass away? That's uh, and, yeah. And if you've ever stood next to the World Trade Center, 110 stories each. I mean, you have uh, you know because I was looking at it when we were in the that morning. I was looking at the way that uh, you don't realize how big those buildings are. I still don't. I've never been there. And someone said, "Have you been to the memorial? Have you seen that?" Unreal. It's like it's it's unbelievable how big that is. And then the whole time, yeah, maybe I had the rose colored glasses yeah. on. I just never was thinking that you're. Yeah, well, you didn't Actually, want to. Well, I'm you right. did. I remember but you. But I'm like, you know, we, we got to get a hold of her. But I didn't think quite yeah. yet. I just we were uh, we wasn't were, buying into it that man. All these people could be. Well, two 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 weeks into the show, Brady patted me on the back down the hall and he goes, "Gosh, I'm so sorry, Jeff." I'm like, "It's John. We'll get used to that. That's a couple <laughs> weeks. We're only a couple weeks in." Having fun, my man. I'm really enjoying this, Chief. Hopefully, this doesn't wreck my world. But then I go home because I, I didn't even have a place yet. Because I was living in California, and I came back here. So I was at my mom's house. And I remember getting a call 
from Channel 12. Hey, uh, we want to do a local angle on the sto- on the 9-11. I'm like, you don't need a local angle. Uh, it's an international story. There's no reason for local angle. Well, we'd love a local angle. I'm like, well, not for- and we understand that you have someone you care about in there. I'm like, right. Have you heard from her? No, I don't know what's going on. And the person on the other line was adamant that they interview me before I find out. This was, I mean, how depraved is your mind to call someone who may or may not? It would be like if, if you just found out that uh, your, you know, your loved one is in a horrible car crash and there's a pile of cars, and they're like, "Well, we want to make sure we get your reaction before you find out whether they're alive or dead." Essentially, she said that it was in a much more flowery way, but she said, "We want to make sure that, or we want to have somebody local on uh, who's going through it." And, and I'm like, "Well, not me." And she was adamant. And at the end, I just said, you know what? You can go f*** yourself. I've got, a, I've got things I've got to deal with. I thought that ended it. Within a minute after that, I've got a satellite truck in front of my mom's house. I don't even know how they knew I was staying there. And there was a truck in front of my mom's house. And they didn't stay long. I'll give them that. They didn't stay long. But they, right there in Mesa. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. There's a, there's a truck here. Well, maybe you forgot about this. After you said that to the uh, Channel 12 or whatever. They called you. Not they. Mark Curtis. Mark called you. And I could see in his voice like he did not want to. And he's like, listen. You said, he's staying at his mom's house. I go, 511. (laughs) I don't remember that. I thought you were were at the Craven Arcadia. At my mom's house. I didn't have that yet. I bought that later that, uh, like in December of that year. And then bought half back. Because she was still living in California. I was going back and forth every week still. Because that's what I was doing when I worked at the zone. So, how about that? Yeah, I had to drive back and get my dogs out of the house in Glendale, California. But I just remember that was the thing. And now, so, I'm a little jaded with it. Because every time I hear the news try to talk about how much it meant to them, I think about what it really meant to them, which was ratings. Which was 22 years of them pulling our emotions out once again and i understand you got to cover it but there's no reason to go i don't think to somebody's house knock on their door and go did your brother die in 9 11 all right set up the cameras let's film this guy see if we can get him to cry because that's essentially what's happening let's go back and talk to the people who lost people and see if it still hurts i hate that because of course it does but here we are 9 11 22 years later which the other thing i can't believe we're 22 years think about what i mean if it was the other way around, if we were on the air and it was a listener that we had talked to multiple times, like, I just got back from there, or my brother uh, was there, would we have talked to him no. on the air? No. I mean, it's No, like, we already had me doing it, and what was the first thing I wanted to do? Right, Get but off if the we air. didn't have that, I'm saying if someone... If someone called Sometimes we've gotten the story like, oh, you know what, my cousin was involved in this thing. Right, We've done but that nothing before. was as big as 9-11. No. So if somebody called us to tell them that their cousin or somebody was in the building, I would have I would have thought immediate. They're bro, on the phone I right would have now. Thought, Bull, why are you calling us? Yeah. Now I wouldn't have believed it. Did you get any pressure from Chuck or JJ at the time to <laughs> to do any of these interviews or no. well, it's great for the station, you know? Chuck would have loved thing. it. Chuck, sure, Chuck, Chuck would have yeah. set one up. Yeah, but yeah. no, okay. he didn't. But what I did get pressure from was I had to go back to my house california go out and get it and then uh fly out to new york because that's where she was and when i had to go out to new york so i had to wait five days 
because planes weren't flying. And they weren't flying out of Phoenix, right? They you weren't flying. You had to go up I to... couldn't fly anywhere. I, there were no planes for five days. So I was in California with the dogs, and traveling was a pain in the ass. So I stayed there, and then I flew out from uh, Ontario, California to New York. It was the first West Coast to East Coast flight. It was like 6 a.m. the first day they had them out. It was the first West to East uh, that they let go. And, man, that plane was... I, I've told this story every year, but it is—it was the most emotional thing I've ever been a part of, because most of the people on that plane were going back to get someone, or to find someone, and it was still so fresh. And flying over New York City, and it was still burning, and we do a circle because when you fly over New York, you get into that pattern where you you circle the city before you land. And we went through four or five circles, and every time your end of the plane, uh, the whole plane was peeking out the window to see the the two. Just the, the smoke, the, the smoldering spaces, and the tears were unreal. It was it was just sobbing. It was the saddest thing I've ever been a part of. And uh, yeah, it was really weird. But yeah, would we have had people on? No, I don't. I, I mean, maybe that's my hindsight, but I don't think so because I didn't. I didn't know what to do. And plus, we were too new. I think we're two weeks in. If we do, if we, yeah, I just didn't think that was an appropriate thing. All I kept saying when we were on there was, "Do we have a news feed? I'm not qualified for this." This is above my pay grade. I don't know how to play God's man. And then we got the calls from Chuck. Play the goddamn commercials. <laughs> the classic <laughs> yeah, He line. was mad. Go so, to the news. So, and it, because of when it but was. But don't miss commercials. It's our post-Labor Day sale. Come grab some tin. I'm like, oh, my God, we're doing car commercials. And I got eight of them in a row here. I got to run. None of this is. I don't know what these commercials are going to say, but the world just changed. I don't get it. Business isn't over. Two buildings just got hit. We have to survive. He was mad. But he gave me some heat when I, a week after not being here. When are you coming back? I'm like, I don't know. Well, we got to get you back on the air. I'm like, no, that's not going to happen for a minute. I haven't even seen what's going on. I don't I don't know what I'm about to walk into. I don't know if, if my ex is like lost her mind. Uh, what, what has happened? Like the things she saw are definitely going to be altering. Thank God for the drugs that made her a zombie and eventually ended our relationship. But still. <laughs> so, yeah, it was like this strange thing that he was dying to get. You got to get back on here. And I told him, fire me. I've been there for two weeks. I got bigger fish to fry right now. And that deal. How long were you off here? I don't remember. About a week and a half, two weeks. Okay. The first week was just gathering stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then the next week was getting back out there and getting here, which was very difficult to do because I also didn't know if I was going to have to walk or drive back from New York because getting her near an, an airplane was rough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, my first two weeks of radio, I'm like, wow, this is kind of weird. Yeah. What's going on, Hal? Yeah, uh, well, you're going to be in with uh, some yeah. guy in the air chair here, your program they director. Made you and go then on. there's another casualty. Let's get rid of the one person. Oh, so you went on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. Chuck made people go back in. JJ. But, wow. Yeah, our old program director. Basically, it was just and there keep was a, it on. There was a girl here, and when I came back, she wasn't here anymore. And it was just, yeah, just like, ah. You know what it did, though? Hal. It changed everything because I felt so much pressure when we first started this job. Like, all right, this is it. Like, working at the zone was my preseason. It was kind of like, I got, I, you know, I can do this. And then getting this gig for some reason, KUPD was a real station. The zone was not, ever. If you ever walked the halls of that building, you realized you were in the Bush Leagues. And from the beginning, I think I kind of realized that. I put a lot of pressure on myself to make this work. The first couple weeks, I felt that. After 9 11, and coming back, I'm like, 
make fart jokes for a living. And it just changed my perspective of like, this isn't, you can do this. This is, you're fine. Don't, don't overthink this thing. And it was weird because every, from that moment on, I think this show took off after that. I think the first few weeks we're trying to fight. And then after that, this relaxed kind of like, we got this kind of took over and we, we flew out of the gates after that. But it was a weird start, obviously. But yeah, watch the news and, and, you know, every time they have somebody on the air, just remember uh, how they got them. Usually the firefighter's brother did not call the news. It's someone who knew a guy who knew a guy who got back to one of the producers at Channel 12 or whatever. And then they call them and go, we'd love to milk your uh, sadness on the air 22 years later if you're interested. And those people want to tell their story. But the motivation of why makes me sick. Those guys at the news, they don't care. They're not really feeling your pain. They don't care. It's good TV. That's all they're after. And it is. I mean, I fall for it every once in a while. But when it comes to this stuff, when it's real, oof, it's tough. I always hate when they're knocking on doors of a... I don't know who does it. Like, they catch those people whose babies just drown. You know? And a, they talk to them. They well, talk the to closest. Like, Maybe it's a neighbor next door. It's an aunt. If a it's, family or yep, a it's relative. A neighbor. Yep. Somebody will talk to them because they're they're relentless. They bang down the door. And sometimes to an extent where they have to hold a press conference. Yeah, they've got a little thing set up in the front yard. Seven or eight microphones. Like, it's the end of the, you know, like they're doing a... Here's the 12-gauge she used. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Covered in blood stuff. What else you need to know? Questions? Gotta, it's terrible in there. High news. Yeah, they're awful. I just don't see how it's news it, more than it is sensational. But anyway, what are you going to do? They're going to eat it up. I got a text from my buddy who works in uh, sports broadcasting yesterday, and he's like, over under on 9-11 mentions in the next two uh, New York games. And I think we both placed it at 23. And I think last night they covered about 17 of them. So I figured that they would be a little more. Take the over, huh? Oh, take the over. Tonight's going to be 10 times worse. Two or three little vignettes of the trade centers. Music going to break. Oh, yeah. Oh, all of it is 9-11 based. So there are some people that celebrate today. Toledo and I got divorced and on this day, so it's happy divorcery for us. My friend Chris's birthday. My yeah. friend Mark has two of his three kids were born on 9-11. It's separate a great years. day. It can be a great day. It can be a good yes. day. You have your divorce decree. It's, it's an amazing day for me. And to you, 9-11 represents freedom. Yes. And that's what it should You're do. Damn it for right. Think of Brad. Never forget <laughs> Brett's marriage. We will never forget. I ought to get a picture of... You and your ex, like the, like two little towers on a shirt, and just says "Never forget." And then there's just a ribbon tied around her neck. <laughs> ribbon, <laughs> news, but you know, just get rid of it. And Brett's a little airplane flying into her. I don't know, but it's just, uh, I don't know. It's a it's a monster. But yeah, nine eleven can be a good day. It doesn't have to all be sad and miserable. We can have new memories and just know what's going on. That's all there is to it. And there's a lot of people who are suffering from it, too. There's a lot of people out there you forget actually do have real stories. This is a tough day. As much as uh, as much crap as they talk about the ex, this ain't an yeah. easy day for her. This isn't any fun. I mean, you know, and then to turn the TV on and have all the memories like, hey, look, we videotaped your worst nightmare. And so I remember a few of those first couple 9-11s afterwards where she couldn't be near a TV in September just in case. Then the night terror started again. Didn't you realize I have to get up at four in the morning? Stop <laughs> screaming. So anyway, I say uh, when it's like this, 
you uh, you mourn personally. Don't give the news their due. The news is for uh, sports scores, traffic updates, and the weather. That's about all we need them for. I don't need to find out there was a traffic accident yesterday. How is that news? Another five-car pileup over there on the 202. That happened last night. Well, it's not news. It's olds and stop it. Well, if you drove by it, you'd want to know how many people died, right? Like, not really. Traffic on the tens. Yeah, just give me traffic. Uh, give me the weather and give me sports scores. That's really all you need to do. Baby drown. Baby drown. Like, how is this news? How is this affecting anyone but that family? Well, people need to know. Why? Explain it to me. So their kids don't crawl into the pool. Well, they all just have to do is just say, hey, there's a ton of people crawling into pools. We need to knock that off. That's not why they're flying helicopters over the house to, for awareness for Keeping others. Keeping more people out of the... That's right. It's because their their heart is in it. Ah, they want a shot of the firefighters doing CPR. That's all they care about. They're they're, And I'm friends with a few of them. You get in that newsroom. It's like a rat king of misery. They, their goal is to find out how horrible they can make it look. And again, the old phrase, if it bleeds, it leads, has gotten a lot of people in news to quit. Because they that's, love bloody that's stories. at least 30 years old? That if phrase? it bleeds, it leads, it's from the 70s. Yeah. Because that's when news started getting a little bit. They should different. do the 50th anniversary of that. If it bleeds, it leads. The first story where they realized, man, our ratings. And again, it's our fault. We love it, too. Yeah. Bloody stuff. But I don't. I, I watch the news, and I'm like... Why in the world did you just go from a cooking segment to a 17-year-old kid who got hit by a car and you're shooting Extreme this news. you're shooting this scene of like you show me the bicycle tattered in the road. Why why can't you just tell me that? Because visually it makes more No, it's just it's salacious nonsense. Just finished up with a beautiful potato salad yeah. and now <laughs> I get to watch Call Tobiano fire down a bruschetta. Mm. <laughs> Bruschetta week over at uh, Postino's, you guys. This is really good. Yada, three teens were killed by a semi-truck. I'm like, Jesus, the guy's not even done swallowing the bruschetta. And now to more serious news. That's good stuff, David. Love that. The bruschetta. What'd you have in that? A little honey and some figs? Gosh, save one for me. And actually, there should be three extra because there's three less kids in the city. Like, what the? Looks like someone has pumpkin spice. <laughs> Oh, and they get a shot of the Starbucks spill. That was a, a pumpkin spice latte. That was before the semi just obliterated him. <laughs> you got to do news like we do with Brett's videos. I want to see them reacting. Oh, my God! <laughs> you see that? A heel through the urethra. That, that, that was a real guy. Anyway, we'll be right back with weather. Anyway, I don't know. I got a little thorn on my side from... 9-11. They've seen that truck in front of my mom's house. It was weird. I, uh, now that I know that Mark Curtis called you, I know you gave her the, uh, the address. So. Oh, he's at his mom's house. That's over in Mesa. Rancho Del Mar. <laughs> You're interested. Right there off Extension in Guadalupe. That's where his mom's living. He's staying there while he looks for a place here. No, I'll drive you over there. He, he, he would have gone over it. there. He would have gone over there personally. Would he? <laughs> yeah. I'd have seen the Mercedes Look, pull up. <laughs> if I could just get a word or two. I... Oh, you can get two words. You. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great for him, too. Obviously, he's still distraught. Talk to my dad. Oh, she's dead. They're going to find parts of her all over New York. You know that, right? Oh, it was. I don't remember exactly where I was standing. Exactly where I was standing when my dad said, you know she's dead, right? <laughs> like, thanks, Dan. <laughs> my dad has a very hard-ass way of dealing with death. Where he just gets real tough about it. 
And he's not wrong, but it's almost That's like how I've he seen deals. him. Oh, I've seen him do it. He told my his sister, my aunt, when her husband died, while we're in the room with his dead body, you're tough. I don't want to see any tears coming out of you. <laughs> All right, dude, there's a dead body in the room. Let her cry. Oh, you're Alvar Holmberg's daughter. We don't get weak. I'm like, holy Christ, this dude's not dealing with this very well at all. <laughs> we never liked him. <laughs> you know what? You're better off. Uh, when are you going to start dating? It's been eight minutes. <laughs> and the dude's body was right there. My dad's telling her to toughen up. <laughs> we don't cry and we don't fall apart and we don't get weak. You're Alvar Holmberg's daughter. I'm like, wow. You're also a human being. You're allowed to cry. Your husband dropped dead next to you. Here, start up. Get on Farmers yeah. Only right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get you started. It's a little early for this, but here's an <laughs> app. I, I signed you up. Widows.com. You got to used to calling yourself that now because that's what you are. It's like he was, but that's his way. Just pound through the wall. And in a way, it kind of works. In a way, it's good. He deals with stuff, but man, oh man, when he called me about her, he had, he had the news to break. Plenty of people have gotten a bad call before. Last thing you did. Most of them, nowadays, it's just that. How are you feeling? Are you okay? If you need me, I'm here. Not my dad. Toughen up, son. She's dead. She's gone. It's time to move on. You've been mourning this long enough. Life goes on, you know. She's dead. It's it's like 9 in the morning. This happened 45 minutes ago. She's dead. Brace yourself. Imagine if it was a, you know, if you look back, that it was a couple of days. I mean, when it happened, thank God it was that afternoon. found her that night. well, that we had word that of her. Someone that night. contacted yeah. Yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, but there's people that they still didn't know if she was wandering alive. for. Yeah, they still didn't know if she was alive. I got the call at like five that afternoon saying that somebody said that there was a hospital check in with her ID, and I didn't know what that meant. And then about eight or nine that night, got a call, and it was weird. But she was gone. Gone. It's nuts. And the craziest perspective I have is the person she stayed with was her step-grandparents. And they were refugees from Romania from World War II. And then Columbia professors. So they lived up in a really nice side of New York and Manhattan. Professors at Columbia University. And his name was Istvan. And I called to see if everything was okay. 9-11, 1 p.m., 9-11. And I'm like, Istvan, you're going to be the one she's going to need if, if we, are you guys prepared. It's such a beautiful day. I don't understand. I'm like, I know, it's been weird. I'm going to the park, there's kids playing. He goes, I don't understand. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, I've been through this. It's he, And you forget, that dude came from, his city got bombed out when he was like nine. Yeah. Regular. Wow. And he had to run from it. And he's like, "It's we, we got off easy. There's only two buildings, we got off easy. And I'm, he saw a totally different perspective from a guy who had seen buildings just... Ravaged by leveled. war and leveled and having to run to like, yeah, they got us. We got punched pretty good here. But you know what? It's still a beautiful day. Go to the park. Play with your kids. Like, wow. And he was like, we'll take care of it. It's okay. We didn't have a park. Yeah, we didn't have a park. We had Nazi hiding hole. I'm like, okay. He's fine. He didn't understand the reaction, our panic. He didn't get it. He's like, buckle up, man. It's like that, what, that Victor Frankl book that you always talk about? Kind of, yeah. I mean, he kind of had that thing where he's like, look, they... They took our buildings, but we're still standing. There's people down. Now it's time to get them. I mean, his, his whole mentality was end this. And then I went to new, uh, back to my house in California. My neighbors had signs on their windows that said, nuke them till the ground glows. And I'm like, we have definitely got something going on now. This place is about to go nuts. Ah, it, was a, it was a weird time. So if you're 23 years old, 
just be happy you didn't live through it because it was on. Everybody else who can kind of remember, we all know. So, it's 9-11. The tributes are everywhere. And so long as they're heartfelt and meaningful, that's a thing. So the news dragging out somebody's dead cousin, that's brutal to me. Uh, it's 628. Hey, happy Monday, everybody. Yay! I saw a guy on the internet yesterday with the New York accent after the Giants game. They did a thing on Twitter. They talking to fans at the Giants game. I don't even know what it was. My friend sent it to me, and he goes, uh, this guy's like, I'd rather live through 9-11 again. He walks out of it and just screams it at the TV or at the camera. They're like, Jesus, 40-0. 22 years later, everybody's fine. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, 629. Let's do it. 585-9800 is the phone number. Uh, and we have uh, something incredibly cool I have to tell you about. So stick around because the next thing you know might put you on a private jet. That's going to be awesome. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! That'll work. That'll work. Uh, it's Alliance right there. Thank you. It's uh, Monday. I've been working Monday for a couple weeks. Mondays suck. Nah. We're all kind of in that. Everybody in the building's team lost. I don't know how that happened. There isn't a single person here who supports a team that won. Wait a minute. Didn't the Raiders win? Oh, Marshall. Marshall. Paul, Paul, He's Paul the Marshall. only one that's, right. that's true. Okay. Paul will have one. For the most part, everybody think, here yeah. has a team that. Other than, did you see uh, Jacobs? Josh yeah. Jacobs? Uh, no, no, Jacoby. Miguel. Jacoby Myers. Uh-uh. I don't know what you're, you're telling the A wide receiver got uh, just leveled. Oh, uh, was he Hand straight out? out and his eyes looking to the side. Super concussed. Yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't see many, like, nasty injuries. A lot of hamstrings and things like that. But he, at least he walked off the field, but they cleared him out. The, the refs, everyone's over there on a knee. Oh, yeah. They're scary. Those moments when everybody gets on a knee. They get on the knee a lot faster than they used to. Yeah. Back in the olden days, nobody got on a knee. They just cleared the dude off the field. It was so bad that even in our video games... I remember when Madden first came out in the early 90s, the ambulance would come and run over the other players to get to the guy and get him off the field. There was no taking a knee, and we would all run our, like my friend Steve and I used to play constantly, when a dude was down and wriggling, and they'd wriggle like like C's. We used to be tougher. Remember hockey? You'd make their little heads open, and blood would pour out onto the ice. That was the best game ever. And then it was too violent for the youth. And then they invented Call of Duty. What the f*** is going on? I can't. I can't. GTA yeah, and, I can't. I can't I mean, watch Mark Messier's head bleed in a in sixteen bit, thirty two bit. But I can play full on. Looks real to me. Blow a guy's head off. Call of Duty because, well, that's not what's part of the game. It's like it was the most fun. But an old Madden, you'd crush a dude, and you'd hear bang, 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 and the the whole controller would pause. You're like, oh, the ambulance is coming, and then we'd just hit B and because that switched players. And run him over to where the guy was because the ambulance would run the whole team over. And you'd hear, oh, 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 The ambulance would run everyone up for half, half hour. And we get back to the game. Taking knees. Everybody takes a damn knee when somebody can't breathe. GTA. They're showing cartoon boobs. Yeah. Oh. Oh, but yeah. they can blow a head off. Oh, that's fine. No nipples. Yeah, they were worried about the hookers. Not me. Countless amount of times. Not only did I bang the hooker in GTA in a car. And the car would bounce, and I got a, I got the biggest kick out of that when you pick up a hooker and she'd get in there and bounce, and then you'd pay her, and then you'd get out and beat the life out of her and then take the money back because that was the game. It was, And then they turned it into strip clubs. You couldn't get hookers anymore, so you could just – and you couldn't beat up the strippers. Like you couldn't – you could fight in a strip club, but dudes were all over. 
Yeah, but we couldn't have Wayne Gretzky. And that's one of the best parts in the movie Swingers. Just make his head bleed. Make his head bleed. Look at little Wayne's head's bleeding. Gonna make little Wayne's head bleed. Watch this. <laughs> He's just wriggling around. I used to love that. Yeah, we take a knee every time somebody's like not able to get up. And you have to wonder, and I know it's because dudes have gotten so much bigger. But I don't remember as a kid watching football. Maybe it's just the medics didn't care. Dudes season up on the field. I don't remember that happening. Ever. The first time I ever saw that, my friend Chris Mascarelli missed a dunk on nine foot rims and his body swung up and he, you know, went upside down because he blocked his own dunk, slamming the ball into the side of the rim and his body flipped. And he landed on his big, beautiful head of hair. Oh, yeah. Blood came out from behind his head. Oh, it, it, and then his hands hands just went and started to do that seize thing. He cracked his skull and had a massive concussion. And that was the first time I'd ever seen that. And then Elliot Sox Perry had it happen once when Carl Malone elbowed him and knocked him cold. But I'd never seen it before in football, and now it's like once a week. No, it's that vaccine that they, <laughs> they stuck us with. That's what it yeah, is. That could be I it. tell you. You might be right, though. You might. Hillbilly Brett might be right. <laughs> That's your new character. I like that. <laughs> hey, I'm uh, coming from deep down inside Brett's past. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but, you know, football just made everybody kind of. And you realize, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of bipolar weekends. I forgot. The ups and the downs and the. You forget it's not all euphoria having football back. It was just kind of. But a lot of people are happy. And then they'll have their weeks bad. We'll see. I don't know. Browns fans being happy, make that makes me very upset. I don't like happy Browns fans. It's weird. It's like, uh, you know, smiling nuns. Something about that just sets me. Ugh, I don't like looking at that. Our pro guy, McGill, was thrilled because he's a Browns fan. McGill looks like a Browns fan. I know. Fan. He, just looks, he looks like life is just not working. Might as well be a Browns fan. <laughs> My buddy Jeff, I went to the concert with this uh, Saturday. He's a Browns fan, big time. And you only hear from him once every 11 years about the Browns. And he's he's on it. On paper? Unstoppable. I'm like, oh, God, you're a Browns fan. Stop it. Just be a Browns fan and enjoy the ride because it's not going to last long. You spent a billion dollars on a team. This is a two-year window, max. Anyway, uh, this is awesome. Listen to this thing. Now, here's something that I am so afraid of what we're about to do. And we have to uh, thank our friend Bodie Bryant from NewACUnit.com for, uh, for helping us out with this. But this scares me. Deep down, what I'm about to bring to you guys scares me to death. It should. And it should. So as I mentioned a little bit ago, uh, unintentionally tied to this, our show started 22 years ago uh, on uh, August 27th, right? 22 years ago. So last year I had the idea of celebrating our 21st year. The show's 21. What do you do with your friend that turns 21? You take him to Vegas. So I'm like, let's do a big blowout party with the show. And, like, select listeners that have been here for a long time who know the show. Oh, that's great. Well, you know, with lawyers and everything else that goes on and getting everything right, it took them over a year to get this thing together. So we're celebrating our 22nd birthday in Las Vegas, right? So we finally get it all set up. I'm not going to lie to you guys. 
all we're talking about right now, and we can't do it, but all we're talking about right now is how to rig this contest to make sure that it doesn't go sideways on us. Not this one. So Bodie comes up with this this thing called Guess the Tenth, NewACUnit.com. So here's what we're here's what we've got for you guys over the next month, October thirteenth through the fifteenth. We're gonna take five listeners and their guests to Las Vegas on a private jet with set jet, which is just we were on the plane the other day. It's remarkable, quite nice. So we're going on that night one. We land. Uh, we're going to see Shine Down in Las Vegas. Now, also, you're going to get tickets to the Shine Down show here the night before. So you can double down on the Shine Down. Friday night in Vegas, Shine Down tickets. Saturday night, Adam Ray is in town. I called Adam. I'm like, hey, can I bring our party? He goes, Absolute. Yeah, you got it, bro. Bring him on over. That's awesome. Oh, I can't wait. Adam's in Vegas, October 14th. Tickets to go see Adam. You're staying at Resorts World. We got a nice uh, luxury suite for you up there. Uh, we got uh, all this covered. Beautiful plan. So we're thinking, well, we can't have nutbags showing up to this thing. What are we going to do about it? We can't have... Because some of you are nutbags. Some of you listeners are are, are, are boncos. Stage 5 Klingon. Yeah, we got, to, we, we, got, we got some serious people hopped up on the goofballs, Brady, and we can't go dragging them across state lines and you know waiting for them on Sunday. Plane leaves when the plane leaves, by the way. That set jet thing has got a time, and if you're if you're all hopped up on the heroin, and we, we got one of you, we ain't waiting for you. You're, you're, you're heroining your way back. It's in the rules. So October 13th through 15th, it's going to be fun, but also, we, we well, we can't. So of the five winners, one of them is coming from this, which is called Guess the Temp. Any, any nutbag can win this, and that horrifies. So you go to 98kupd.com, and you make a guess at what the temperature in Phoenix is going to be September 23rd at 2.51 p.m. Who knows? September 23rd at 2.51 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. To be clear, lawyers had to throw that part in. Well, 2.51 Eastern, I was right. September 23rd, 2.51 p.m., 98kupd.com. If you guess correctly... You have a chance to win the trip, plus tickets to shine down the night before, which is unbelievable. And we're leaving this one to chance. The guess the temp winner is going to be some Google-eyed lunatic who has a duffel bag we're not allowed to touch that gets on the plane and goes, I'm a big fan. <laughs> oh, no. The guess the temp guy's nuts. Or could be the greatest person we've ever met. But I don't see anywhere in between there. Come on, Bezos. (laughs) It's either going to be the coolest dude with the best temperature guess of all time or nutbag. I'm leaning towards nutbag. Fate pushes you towards nutbag with a random winner. Look at that. And i got to start shaving. I look like a derelict. (laughs) What's up? Why so serious? That's all I got. I can't make that face anymore because of Botox. (laughs) I can't can't lift my eyebrows. Holy Nicole Kidman. I can't do it. It feels great. And I'm very smooth. It looks nice, but I can't raise my eyebrow anymore. It'll wear off. I just want to test it out before I do the real surgeries. <laughs> but you can play Guess the Temp uh, on our website, 98kpd.com. And fate is leaning us towards a nutbag. Absolutely for sure. So you're hearing this for the first time. And again, listen to this. If you haven't, just go to setjet.com and check this out. Look at their planes online and go, wait a minute. 
They're giving us one of those planes for just us. I still can't believe that's happening. There's a couch in your plane. Yeah. There, oh, yeah. Two. Oh, that's right. It's the. It's like the Kardashians would get on and go, nice plane. They're unreal. And then uh, uh, Tom wanted to show me the other planes. And I couldn't stay. And I'm like, I, I really I can't because it's going to make me crazy. I'm going to be here all day. They're beautiful. Not all of them are the same. They're, they're all elegantly designed differently. And it's gorgeous. So uh, newacunit.com is here. And they're they're responsible for this particular send off. This is their pair. This was theirs to give away, and they've decided to do it. And I know Bodie and his and, and Eric are just giggling like crazy, and they're rooting for a nutbag, rooting for a nutbag. And it's such a good company too. Your buddy Patrick just yeah. got a new air conditioner. I, I'm not fooling around with newacunit.com when I tell you that it's thousands difference. Thousand. He was blown away. He had quotes from a buddy of yeah. his. His friend didn't get him a better and, deal. But yeah, he couldn't touch it. It's unreal. And how quickly they install it. Yeah. Yeah, they get it in there real quick. So newacunit.com. Bodie, who broke my golf club once, dicking around on the golf course, is putting this together. So thanks to him. But I have a feeling they're giggling. And the picture of their winner. So I'm rooting for this. So uh, what I should say is the guess the temp... Um, Part of the, 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 I guess, part of the, I don't know if it's in the rules or if the lawyers have put this together. The guess the temp winner uh, has to be female and has to be a prostitute and has to be pretty. Um, so don't even try. If you're not pretty, female, or prostitute, you can't. You're not qualified to guess the temp. Sorry, it has to be a gorgeous prostitute of some sort, and and also the gorgeous prostitute's guest has to be Larry. That's it. So that's what we'll go with right there. So you have to take Larry and you have to be a beautiful prostitute. No, it's for everybody. We'll have to put the fix in on this somehow. <laughs> That's what we've been saying about this contest I'll the whole time. It. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I'll have some people calling Ian Schwartz up, and uh, yeah, hey, uh, Ian, our uh, plane's going to look like the uh, uh, you know the Playboy Mansion in the late eighties. <laughs> How did Brett do this? <laughs> I got some deals done, and we got these are our winners. So, uh, and there's five dudes with suitcases outside going, but I won. Yeah, that's what you think. <laughs> you didn't, though. There was a fine print that you didn't read, that you screwed everything up. So President John and all the people have been listening for oh, that. I won, God damn it! Get me on that plane. <laughs> Sorry about that, President John. you got to find your own, your own way. But no, we can't. So this is uh, anybody who wants. But I mean, think, listen to what we're giving you. Resorts World Rooms. And that's a nice new place. They put that together. It's beautiful. Adam Ray's going to get us in on the 14th. Shine Down on the 13th. Uh, you're flying private jet. You're never going to fly a private jet. I'm never going to fly a private jet. Set jet is the way to go. You're, you're probably, I'm talking to most of you. Most of you aren't going to own your own private jet. So set jet's the only way to get on a private jet and feel that life. And it's going to change everyone. They drive you, your car, to the plane. You get, it drops you off at the plane. And then they take your car and park it. Unreal. So this is pretty great. So thank you to the gang at newacunit.com. So you can do it right now. Yep. You can there. go to 98kupd.com. And I have no idea what the t- what I would do. I think you're only per IP address allowed one guess, right? I believe I would that's imagine how they got it. Otherwise, down. you just guess all of them. you got plenty of time. So this is going to go on for a little while. So guess that temperature. And on September 23rd at 2.51 p.m., you have time to go to... Websites, meteorological websites. Call Ian Schwartz. 
Find out what the I average would. temperature. The average temperature on September 23rd's got to be like 96 degrees. The walking right? virus, Mike Ice, just asked, do you have to COVID test before you go on? The <laughs> Mike Ice isn't invited. Okay. He's out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He's the oh, one was that in the fine print? Yeah. yeah we missed. No Mike Ice is because he was the one who gave Brady uh, COVID like right after the Chinese invented it. <laughs> <laughs> like the bat. The bat got it. And then and then it was on a boat and then Brady got it. And Mike Ice got it and then Brady got it. Ice ate the bat. Ice, yeah. Ice had bat in Shanghai. And then flew over and told Brady, hey, <coughs> want to go golfing with me? <coughs> Allergies and bat guts. Yeah, he's not allowed to go. Tell Mike that the average temperature on September 23rd is 130. So I would imagine the average temperature on September 23rd is like 96, 95 degrees, right? It starts falling off pretty good mid-September. At 251? It's going to be, the, it's close, well, 3 or 4 o'clock is when it's usually the high. It's going to be high night, I would say. I don't, uh, may, uh, you think the average That's would a, be? We're talking two weeks. Oh, it's the okay. But gotcha. the I'm saying the average temperature September 23rd, uh, maybe it's about 97, yeah. 98 degrees. Yeah. Will it rain? That, that there goes 13 degrees. Do we get a wacky heat wave? Do we get to 108? Well, we've had October 110 before. Ian Swartz. Oh, call, yeah, Ian Swartz. Cursed. I wonder if he's allowed to play. But I mean, this is a this is a great contest, and it's all to celebrate our twenty third birthday. We should bring him with us. Twenty second, sorry. That'd be fun. Ian's a blast. I mean, he's the meteorologist. I mean, this is all about. Well, this particular one. Yeah, he's already on it. This dude said we signed up for Setjet last week. Uh, The travels up to San Diego have racked up now. Planning a trip month by month. Can't wait, Hector. I know. Once you do it. Once you see it, it's unreal. Setjet is legit. This is a great price. So thanks, NewACUnit.com. Good luck to all of you. Please, I mean, kind of recognize you might be nuts. I mean, that's all I ask of this, is that you sort of look yourself in the mirror and go, am I nuts? Do people want to be around? Do I? Am I good with strangers? You know who I'm worried about is that dude who wanted to build the, the underwater sea yeah. sub from, mm-hmm. from Maricopa to Phoenix, and we got to sit next to him for an hour on a plane and then have him toting us around for a couple of it, Look, that's the type of... And, and look, I like you as a listener. Uh, you know who would be really fun to have? Uh, Berlinda. Berlinda. Berlinda would be a good one President last week. John. President John's great. Berlinda's fun. Like some of the regular callers that may... You know, and in a week or so, we're going to start doing super fan like questions. So if you've known the show for a long time, that ungoogleable answers, and we'll drop the hints over the next week. So pay attention. There's going to be a few things you're going to be like, "Oh, that might be a super fan moment." So think of those. We'll dump out a couple answers, and then in the next uh, leading weeks, as we go, we'll have another contest where we just ask you questions about the show, and if you get five right, you're going with us. But they're not going to be easy, and they're going to be designed completely for people who know us. But again, we got a bunch of M&M stands coming with us now. I mean, the questions, I asked this of the lawyers, too. I'm like, can we ask, like, uh, if it's a dude, can we ask what his wife looks like and, like, like give us measurements, stuff like that? All right. Because there's got to be a weight limit on a plane. (laughs) We can't just have... Load hogs and no beasts. I got to do some sort of livestock move. Only one beast allowed. <laughs> yeah, Brady's got that. We got our beast quota covered. Brady's good. I mean, he'll take up that couch. Yeah. Are you good with people? 
last time you were around, do you find that, you know, Swiftbert, I like Magic Man? But Brady's going to struggle with that. It's going to make him feel bad. Kevin Gilroy? Oh, no. I know. He's available, though. He can go. I'll ride my pivot up there. I'm not. Like, we're going to make sure that Kevin Gilroy gets questions. Like, oh, sorry, Kevin. The atomic weight of Brady. You didn't know that. Like, that's good. I'm like, I'm just throwing it out there, you know. But but we can't. I tried. I tried to tell the lawyers. Like, there's certain questions I can ask people I don't want. Nope. And this guess the temp thing is for all of you. Loonies included. We're screwed. Hopefully, someone awesome guesses 96 degrees and knocks it out of the yard. Then if multiple people, you got to check the rules, but if multiple people guess the same temperature at the same time, then there's some sort of drawing. I don't know why so they couldn't let us do favorite listener of the day. <laughs> right. I, trust me, Brady. That's actually not far off from something I asked. Can I do a thing where we just have listeners call us and we go, God, that guy's awesome, or that lady seems great? Like, best picture of listener, like listener pictures, and then we pick the best one. It would have just been smoke shows. Miss Set Jet. Yeah, Miss Set Jet. USA. Can't do it. So we came up with our own way, and I think it'll be fun. And no matter what, the stories come back great, so long as it's not some sort of crazed murderer. So this is going to be great. So thank you, Bodie. NewACUnit.com. Again, a ridiculously good company that disrupted the entire system they deal with and made it a thousand. Again, I say this not because I'm shilling for them. I am. But when I had my rental house AC go out, I got three quotes. 18000 12000 and 9000 for the same thing. And one dude couldn't even do the install. I had to find somebody else to do it. He could just get me the equipment for like twelve grand. I'm like, fall off a truck or what? insane. Installed on my house in five days, I think, for like sixty three hundred bucks, if I remember right. It wasn't. It was ridiculous. Eighteen grand to six. Somebody's kicking my ass on this thing. Just hoping that I say yes because I need air. I was thirty four hundred dollars less than uh, of the three bids. It's that I got. insane. I don't know what they're doing over there, but they're doing it right. So we're proud to be partnered up with them. This is a good one. So guess the temp. Ninety eight kupd Check it out. September 23rd, 251. What would you guess? 251, September 3rd. Or September 20th. Let's see who would I, win I, Right here. 96 is what I'm going with. You're going to Brett, what would you say? I'm going to one up. I'm going to go 97. I'll, I'll go 98, actually. Oh, I'll 90, stick oh, with 98. That's right. All right. Brady said what? 97? 96. Or 96. Bert says. I'll go 98. 98. At 251? 97.9 is what I'll take, actually. I'm going to go with... Uh, if anyone gambled on Monsoon. 93. All right. It's a little cool off. I'm going to say right. 93. And Toledo guessed 122. He can't go. By the way, we're trying to get Toledo to where he can't go either. <laughs> Is that in the small print? Yeah, we got the small print that no Toledo's allowed. We'll see if we can get him up there. Because environmentally, it's uh, irresponsible what we're about to do. So. No, Toledo's fun. Trust me, you're going to have a good time. Toledo was the one in Vegas that almost got Get on the blackjack table with yeah. uh, Toledo. <laughs> get, him one, right. get him one bottle of Jack Daniels and a blackjack dealer that hates him. Toledo oh, managed to make a blackjack dealer hate whisker, him. Uh, whiskey. Oh, was he guzzling whiskeys? Well, I think that's one. He's, he found a new brand he really likes. Oh, okay. Well, he'll be fine. But Toledo almost got us kicked out of Vegas, which would somehow or another, Toledo made the the blackjack dealer, this little Asian woman, just hated him. I mean, immediately. Hands off table, sir! Yeah. <laughs>
Get your hand off the table. And he'd put his hand Not on the hands, table. It was one hand. Yeah, but you I never could understood. Put one hand on the table. And then you'd put your hand in the air. And she right. goes, don't put your hand on air. Just keep them off the table. And then he'd put that hand right back on the table. Get your hands off the table. And then I'd use two hands. You're not supposed to use two hands. Stop that. And he had his big bottle of Jack Daniels sitting in his lap like a teddy bear. I thought I was getting away with something. <laughs> and then I'm sitting with Brett, and all I hear is, Are you sleepy? Toledo fell asleep. You can't sleep at table. Get your goddamn hands off table. That was the best pit, too, because oh. it was the pussycat, pussycat dolls. dolls. There's hot girls dancing all over the tables, and he's not allowed to put his hand on it. Hit me, half sing. Hey. Give me, give me two. Get your hand off table. That's all she kept saying, and we were like, "We got to get the out." The one of thing here. I didn't do is your Kovacs line. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. the Kovacs like line. Uh, Brady saw a guy. I got. I told Brady at the Phoenix Open a long time ago. I'm like, "You're getting drunk with me today," so I'm ordering uh, Jack and Cokes like crazy. And Brady's starting to buzz a little bit, so he's, he gets a little giddy and turns bright red. And I'm like, "Brady's had a couple, and he wanted some." I actually wanted to get Brady really drunk, and we went back up there. I'm like, "You're not getting another one." Doubles. <laughs> and you know why? Because as we stood in line, there was a guy in a wheelchair in front of us. And Brady stood there and he looked at me and he goes, Out of the way, Kovacs! And, which is the name of Tom Cruise's character from Born on the Fourth of July. It's a hell of a reference, but you don't say it to the guy. But it's not like it was out of the blue. It was completely out of the blue. The whole time, we're anyone that looks like somebody or you don't. don't yeah, but we do that. That's out of yes. Yeah, we so do that crying. privately, okay. like there's Indian Don Cheadle, like that. <laughs> but you don't just go out of the way, Kovacs. You directly spoke to a man in a wheelchair, and and you did the sweeping hand. Roll that bitch out of my way. Time for another JD. Somebody needs another JD double time. Like you're not getting another one. A, I'm not carrying you out of the Phoenix Open. <laughs> oh. You're going to get beat up by a dude in a wheelchair. Remember how strong Kovacs was? I'd have paid money to see Out that. of the way, Kovacs. But <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. The fact I understood that makes it so I'm laughing really hard. But you got to go stand somewhere else. I like being completely <laughs> faced. This is fun. I've been missing out. Let's go to Vegas. Let's kick the <laughs> f*** out of a kid. No. So, yeah, uh, out of the way, Kovacs was not good. <laughs> he didn't have that moment, but you were no. close to being beaten up by a somebody oh, yeah. that shouldn't beat you up. She was 4'10", maybe. Maybe. At that moment, she could have beat you up. She oh, was obliterated. <laughs> the comment from Fitz as he put me in the cab to go just across the freeway to the Rio was, don't rape my friend. Yeah, <laughs> he threw him an extra 20, but not rape you. Because <laughs> the dude looked a little cab rapey. Please don't rape our friend. Or go ahead, rape him. We don't care. He's driving us nuts. By the way, I looked it up last year on September 23rd. It was 95 degrees. 95. I don't know if that was at 251. Right, but, was, but that, that was, was the, the high. high temperature was 90. Oh, so damn. my 93 looks pretty good. Damn it. At, especially if we have a, a carbon copy. At 251, 93 looks pretty sharp. That means I'm going to win. And you guys can't go. <laughs> yeah, I might have my uh, a close friend. Yes, 93 degrees. His name is Don Holmberg. Jolmberg, sorry, I mispronounced. <laughs> so good luck to all of you. Yeah, but it's fun. And and I can't wait. And again, it should have been our 21st birthday. Uh, semantics, legalities, all the silliness that comes with. So we'll do it our 22nd. A lot of people want to go to Vegas on their 21st birthday and can't for a year. So their first trip out. So the show's 22, and it's time to uh, get it out there and uh, 
bust its Vegas cherry. So we're going to knock that stiff. And Imagine we're if we it, get a dude that turns 21. Awesome. Oh, I hope that's true. Because he's still moldable. He's not a complete dick yet. But a 25... Oh, oh even come better. back a new man. If somebody wins and their kids turn in 21 yeah. and they take them with. That would be great. I would love that. I, I That would be awesome. My, my friend Darren, his son turned 21 and I was in Vegas at the same time they were up there. And that was a blast. That's great. Your daughter's yeah. turning 21. We're going to have so is, much fun. We're going to teach her the ways. You go over there at the buffet. We've got her. <laughs> John, I'm a long Come time. with me, Livy. John, I'm a long-time listener. How do you plan on precluding Charlie from winning this guy? Hey, Charlie can go. He's in. Charlie on a Charlie private jet. Vegas? Charlie on a private jet. Just to see Tom Smith, CEO of Set Jet's face. Like, this is one of our... I know, my name's Tony. Who are you? And Sierra's face. Oh. She's going to have to serve. <laughs> Nobody says Wawa Wee Wah anymore, Charlie. I don't know. So good luck, everybody. Uh, I'm rooting for all the normals. Oh, can we invite Kara just because? Kara, the, the OnlyFans or the racist one that hates Larry? Oh, I, I guess I should clarify. Either one are in. Those are, that's clarify. fun stuff to me. Yeah, hopefully we have a good a good uh, group. But I'm looking forward to this one. I think we're just going to fundamentally. And bottom line, if it's kind of a lame group, we'll duck them. You know, we'll we've go, done it before. We've done it before. We'll do it again. <laughs> we were up in Vegas and, and just, we got people in cabs and told the cab driver to go somewhere else. We're going to the Cheetah Club, right, guys? Yeah, all right, Cabby, take these guys to the Cheetah Club. And then we went anywhere but there. Thanks to Caesars. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ride with you. Oh, no, no, no. No, you ride with the cab one. Hey, where are you guys? Right yeah. behind you. Well, right behind you. Our cab driver got lost. <laughs> we're nowhere near him, lunatics. Or you can be like our one friend. Uh, his name's Don. It's not his real name. <laughs> Woke up in Vegas without his wallet, credit cards, anything. Uh, on the street, on the Fremont Street. And he, didn't, he never went to Fremont Street. He just woke up there. <laughs> None of oh. his And tried to figure out how to get to the airport without any ID or oh, credit cards or anything. Oh, good luck. And unfortunately... Had every organ still. Had to call his fiance to say, I need some help. How I did knew uh, this would happen to you! Horrible. Uh, how does that work with SetJet? Like, do you need ID and everything to get through on set, Jack? Please. That's what I'm wondering. I think so. So plan on losing your ID? Don't lose your ID. <laughs> Never lose that. Anyway, I can't wait. This is going to be fun. So we're rooting for you. September 23rd, 2.51 p.m. I'm saying 93 degrees. What's your guess, Toledo? Well, you looked it up, so you're probably... I, lo- I looked it up. So. Stay vanilla. But I would say right around there, 96. 96, which is Brady's. You're going 95. Okay. So we got the the basic. Actually, not, you know what? No, I'm going to go younger. I'm going to go er, younger. younger. Yeah. Lower. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 90. Hello. <laughs> Ladies. I'm going to go a little younger. I choose 90. All right. <laughs> what were you shooting for? <laughs> I'm not going to go to my mainstay stables of the high end age. I'm going with the younger one at 90. Look out, Sun City. That's right. <laughs> I'm looking for the youth starting at 90. All right. So Toledo's got 90. Um, yeah, maybe a little rain comes rolling through. Maybe a heat wave. I'm going averages. Play the averages. 93. And uh, I'm sure it's going on right now. 98kupd.com. Guess that temp and maybe you'll go to Vegas with us. Bert, what's on the big board of musical treats this morning? Uh, let's see here. Wake Up Song brought to you guys by, of course, our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys are going to get you all dialed in. You need that uh, bike tuned up and ready for the fall. 
Now's the time to do it. Go in there and mention KUPD, and you get $10 off a full bike tune-up. Plus, if you need a new bike, you just got some wreck there in the garage. Well, donate it to the DUI guy and get yourself a new Santa Cruz or Kona because they're all on sale right now. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. Uh, on the list, got a couple for Primus, those damn blue-color tweakers, John the Fisherman. Are they here or uh, something? No. It's the Primus jump? I guess. Yeah, we just had two different ones. Why in the world do people want Primus so bad? I don't know. That's weird. Uh, Metallica on the list one, Mudvayne, Faith No More, that new one from Stained, uh, Stone Sour, uh, Don't Tread on Me from Metallica. Don't tread on me. Uh, actually, we had two Mudvanes as well. Godsmack, and well, it's time to move and the on. The opener from Metallica, Whiplash. We Whiplash was so that was good. amazing. God, they came out and ripped that one up. Just killed it. And you just knew you were in for a good night because it sounded oh, so clean. When he came out with that, I was like. You were sick yeah, five you, days like, ago. St- and even said, you got to help yeah. me out. I'm still recovering. Yeah. I'm like, no, you're not. You just did Whiplash better than the album. Like, it was so good. And you didn't go to the first one because you were out of town. Right. So you saw just this. I ju- uh, Lucky. Yeah, just yeah. This. Lucky. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were saying how it was It was kind of nice because there was a little lull in the middle. Yeah. And that last hour just kicked your ass. Yeah, I felt like the whole thing was just solid. They did the... No, I just mean like the St. Anger and the 72 Seasons yeah. stuff that wasn't as But how as great familiar. was it that when uh, they did the song from St. Anger, James goes, here's one off your guys' favorite album. And then here's your second favorite <laughs> yeah, album. Like, yeah, it was great. <laughs> like He has a good sense of humor about how we hated that one. We're the, still doing some of the songs The from good it. thing about that was you actually got to hear it with real drums. Yeah, that trash can sound. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it sounded great. I, I, that, was a, that was a top... Show. So the next big shows that are Foo coming to town, Three Days Grace and Travel, Avenged is coming here, Guns, Corey Feldman, yes, Shine Down, right. Corey Taylor's here in a couple of weeks. You got Zombie. Did you make Ben put Corey Feldman on the concert no. calendar. Uh-huh. Oh damn it! I thought you would have. <laughs> I want to draw it in here next you to Guns N' Roses. <laughs> and when we go to the uh, the Core Institute's concert calendar online, Corey Feldman not being on that is a crime. I had a dream. This is true, not a MLK one, but like a real. <laughs> that well, that is kind of MLK in my way. Uh-oh. Is that we? Because I'm getting a lot of emails. Uh, Scotty Karate's like beer team's going to Feldman. Oh no, that's oh, the drinking team's going to be there yeah. with us. Yeah. We're in trouble. So I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. I get a lot of people who want to go for the same reasons. Now, last time I hand counted the crowd at 110, 117. When I was like, all right, stragglers, give or take, me screwing up a little bit. 110 people, 101 for sure. 110, 117. Still not like, sure. Ricky Rackman beat him. Ricky didn't beat him. Ricky texted me. He goes, I didn't beat Feldman because his paid numbers weren't. 100. That was rough. <laughs> but I had a dream that we packed the marquee and we started going, Corey, Corey. And he got mad at us. Even though he's, he's playing to a pack house, he realizes somewhere midway through, everyone's there to laugh. And he gets upset. And I'm like, oh. So in a way, I'm kind of rooting for the big Feldman sellout when all of us can go have fun on the Corey Feldman night. And I just want Axl Rose to look out at the stadium and go, where is everybody? Because <laughs> it's the same night as GNR. I don't know what to play today. I like Faith No More. How about that? Right. I haven't done Faith No More in a while. I love that band. So there's that. Easy peasy. I like it. And Faith No More is uh, one of those bands I wanted to be the biggest band in the world. Told all my friends about it. Like, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. And then off they went into crazy nothingness with Mr. Bungle. What was his other band? Was uh, it Tomahawk or something Tomahawk like that? Or, yeah, yeah, I think that's right. And they were awful. 
Didn't like Sailor. Yeah, Mike Wayne Brady still remembers the Sailor outfit. Never forget that. <laughs> we had to tell. I think on the bus right down, we're like, you know, the lead singer is uh, becoming like a really flamboyant homosexual. And then he comes out dressed as the guy from Cracker Jack, and you're like, oh no, Brady's going to never forget this. That was my 9 11. Out of the way, Kovacs. I'm <laughs> thirsty. The guy wheeled out of the way. It was even worse. <laughs> he was all balls of laughs, too. There wasn't an... And then the guilt set in. The drunken... <laughs> oh, no. You're not getting any more drink. You're about to get you handsy. You were Nam, were you? <laughs> you're, you're about to get handsy at the open. It was hilarious. Uh, it's Faith No More. It's your wake-up song. I like this one. Whoever suggested this, nice job. It's We Care A Lot. It's 98. Thanks, Foo. That's Concert Psyching Rock, too. Foo. They're going to be over at uh, Footprint, I think, correct? Where are they? I thought they were Talking Stick Resort Amphitheater. Yeah. They're down on the... In the avenues, doing their thing. It's a fun live show. I like the Foo a lot. Unfortunately, the last couple albums have left me wanting, so I'm not sure I want to go and hear all the new stuff off Concrete and Gold and the other one, but give me that cavalcade of stuff I know and a crowd that loves it. I'm going to have a fun time out there. Foo! Uh, it's 747. People emailed up. Uh, thanks a lot, Scott Haynes. So the official temperature will be, uh, where will that be re- registering? Like, geez, I, we talked about it and I forgot. I'm pretty sure it's Sky Harbor, but let me make sure. Well, it's Sky Harbor, all right? Sure it's the official matter. Phoenix camp because he's like, what about Scottsdale? What about where I am? I'm like, all right. So it's officially. I think the rules say Phoenix. It does not. So. We just made sure of it and then reworded it go. perfectly. It is uh, at that time, according to the official temperature in Phoenix uh, Meteorological Center, which I believe is Sky Harbor. Check the rules. It's in the rules. Don't bug me about it. I got enough with lawyers and phone calls. Putting these things together ain't easy. By the way, I got an email that said, man, I hope I win that guess the temperature contest. Me and my girl are going to Vegas with Holmberg's morning sickness. Hopefully you guys don't mind. She's going to need the couch there and back, sign Nathan Sutherland. going <laughs> <laughs> to lay her out. <laughs> Nate brings her with <laughs> Me and my girl. Jerks. I'd go with them. If Paul Manchaka, Nate Sutherland, Paradise and Pearl. Oh, man. Oof. The freak show. We'll see. Air S bag. Yeah, we, we would we would yeah. probably uh, cancel the entire thing. Just go on our own. Sneak out of here. Uh, it is time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. Uh, and it is brought to you by our friends at Hooters Football tonight. Again, Monday Night Football. And this is an interesting one. Uh, the Jets on 9-11 paying tribute to the city. Just like the Giants tried to do last night. Put up a big goose egg. New York loses again on 9-11. New York pressure. loses on 9-11. They don't do well with that day. Let's just dodge them. Uh, but tonight you can watch the Jets and Bills right there at Hooters. Uh, Monday Night Football's back if you want to head on over there. they got all the specials you could ever imagine. We'll see you at Hooters watching football once again. The season's back. Not, of us, not all of us are happy today. This room is uh, filled He's with sadness. Over. But at least his team. Gave you exactly what he expected. Brett's team went out and... Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm not sad. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm just expecting. I'll take your uh, low bar and consistent performance year in and year out of the Bears <laughs> before I saw what I saw with my team yesterday, which was just a complete opposite of what I've been watching all summer. This team was all over, fired up, energy. 
looking great. And then they go out and lay that egg against a really good team. Like, all right, well, not there yet. 16 weeks to go. No overreacting. We'll see. Uh, it is time now, Brady, for you to do it. Report it. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Huh? It's actually National Patriot Day. As in New England? And uh, National no. Day of Service. Absolutely not. It's Patriot Day. Yep. So fly your flags at half mast. Happy Divorce Day, too. Who what? Happy yeah, Divorce Day. To both you. And, yes. and by the way, let's 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 switch the narrative of all the sadness. We know 9/11 was a terrible day for America, but you know what? It doesn't mean we all have to mope around. And Toledo and Brett share 9/11 divorce stories. It's, I'm divorce's biggest fan. This yeah. is this is your signing the papers anniversary or the day that it ended. This is the day that it ended. Okay, and yours is signing I was told, the papers. I was told on this day. Was it 9-11? Yeah, yep. I was told on this so day So you were well. both told on the yep. same, not the same year, but the same right. day. Yep. 9-11. They got text and said, You're the twin towers of divorce. Yep. They are. I love In it. In this one room. <laughs> and look, we've rebuilt. Got the text during the show, actually. Hey, after, you need to come home after the she show. She broke up with you over text? Well, at least it's quieter that way. Well, she, <laughs> just, she didn't say what it was. She just said, we need to talk. When you got home and then just swung the door open. And... It's not working out! <laughs> Shut the door and yeah. say, okay. <laughs> You're right. God damn it, it's loud in there. That's right. We rebuilt bigger and better. That's right. Not damn right. Well, not the necessarily. Only difference, not bigger. Only difference right. is, Definitely not bigger, but. Yeah. Only difference is <laughs> there's <better>. no memorial. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Brett, you're a jerk. Whoa, you said it. I said nothing. You said not bigger. All I said was well, and then you ran. I was going down a different road. I'm not calling Miss New Booty bigger. No, hey, Jeez. back off. Jeez. You're going to get sued Stop on 9 Digging a hole. Yeah. Ground, and, and ground Zero is still smoldering. Hey, I said I, she's not bigger. Hilarious. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> See, but it's not necessarily something we can do. Celebrate. We've all moved on. <laughs> well done. My 9-11, she was in it, for God's sakes. Still had to yeah. divorce her. Everybody can have a 9-11 story. It's certain people's birthdays. Let's not wreck it all. Happy birthday, Ludacris. Is it Luda's birthday, yeah. too? Yeah. Ludacris Catero? How old is he? I think it's Ludacris Catero is who he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he's 9-11. How old is Luda? Luda's been around for a long time. Yeah, that's time. what I'm saying. He's got to be 55? 46. That's it? Really? Didn't Luda start He's younger like the than us? 90s? A lot. Man. I thought Luda was around the same or maybe a little older. I guess his first hits were in the early 2000s, only 20 years ago. So that makes sense. Your boy Moby is also it's his birthday. Moby, 58. Loudest concert I've ever been to in my life. Really? I left. The bass was so loud, I thought my heart was going to stop. It was at Webb Theater. My, fr- my friend Kevin, who didn't have anything bother him ever, turned and looked at me and I'm like me too and he goes you want to go and I'm like more than anything in the world I've asked this before where's the web theater right down on Van Buren it used to be the old high school now it's a U of A thing oh. so it used to be Phoenix Union I think right and I the web theater I think so was or the, next to that building awesome place to see shows you had some bad experiences there isn't that where yeah, you almost got jumped by the, the Hells Angels yeah. or yes yes I brought my African American friend Todd to go see the cult and he stepped on a Hells Angels foot and as he left the room the guy goes hey you and Todd, not realizing it was the entire chapter of the Hells Angels, turned and goes, oh, no, f*** you. And then the black guy walked out while the Hells Angels saw him. The whole section got up and chased him. And I turned to my friend Jim and I'm like, Todd's in trouble. And I got up and ran, thinking that those guys were with me. And they were. 
I saw him at uh, Todd at uh, Metallica last week. Oh no, kidding! And he told the story. To yeah, the oh, it's, it's very real. It was it was he when when that brother at the bottom of the stairs of the Web Theater saw Todd running from the Hell's Angels, and you just heard, "Run, man, run!" That was security's advice. <laughs> Got to the bottom of the stairs, surrounded him, and I switched. I was a Hell's Angel. That I was a I was a pledge. I was going to take the first shot at Todd. I'm not getting in that mix. I'd have torn him limb from limb, too. That's good, because he still thinks you, you stood up for him. I Even got, amongst that stuff. I, I knew John had my back, I and I'm like, no. Nah. I had your back until I realized what was going on, and I quickly assessed you you and switched. stepped one, one way to the other in the hallway? No, he... I can't remember the name of the dude, but it was like crab meat or a hound dog, and they're running down the other set of stairs. You get that door, hot, hot, hot dogs. <laughs> they're throwing out their nicknames, and I'm like, what? Wait a minute. And then I realized as You're I waded circled. through the crowd, I'm like, we're surrounded by Hell's Angels. Yeah, let's get him. Mad ones. He stepped on, like, the leader's toe. <laughs> it was an old man who couldn't walk, and he stepped on his foot. And they thought he did it on purpose. And then Todd and I had to Well, leave. he says, my bad. He and said, my bad. Goes, and the guy goes, you. And he goes, oh, no. you. And then he left in the entire chapter of Hell's Angels. <laughs> and they circled the... They, I mean, hey, look, I got to tell you this. When Hell's Angels uh, unionize, they are one big fist. That whole thing was the most well-organized surrounding of a black man I've ever seen in my life. They had the whole theater locked down. The security was doing nothing about this. They had no chance. And I stood next to that guy while he, this, this thing was an inch from Todd's face. And this was the noise. He was. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that guy's going to kill Todd. So I whispered under my breath, somebody should kill that. <laughs> and I ran. Todd thought I had his back. I was a hell's angel that second. I'm like, oh, no. A couple of baseless fun facts. Maryland State motto is an Italian phrase. Fatty, Michai, parole feminine. Are no, you are you having a stroke? What was that? Pa- fatty, Michai, parole feminine. I don't even know what you're talking about. It translates to manly deeds, womanly words. Huh? That's Maryland State motto. Oh. Why are you telling us about this? It's a fun fact. Because the word fatty's in it? And they're trying to cancel it. Just thought I would never thought that was the uh, state motto. Are you familiar <laughs> with other I was just going to say, what did you think it was? <laughs> um, crab enjoy cakes, the, yum. <laughs> enjoy the, the only yeah, other one enjoy I know the is blue crab. Or die. Yeah. And, and that's only because of the license plate, right? Right. Is that New Hampshire? I think it's New Hampshire. It's either New Hampshire or Vermont, one of the two. New Hampshire's the granite state. That's all I know is those nicknames. Live free or die. The heart of it all. Ohio. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Do you know Arizona's? Yes. I love you, Arizona. Yeah. What is yeah. that? The Dolly Steamboat The thing? Sunshine State. No, no that's, that's Florida. Florida. No, you're talking state nicknames, not state yeah, models. Oh, the models. Yeah. Yeah, because you knew so much about yeah, that. It is you New were, Hampshire. Live free or yeah, die. You were surprised that Maryland had that model. Eddie Mashai. The Claude right. Von Dams. By the way, all the Micks in our audience are going, that's not how you say it. Is it Mick or is it sounds uh, Latin? Gaelic. Sounds Gaelic. I don't it? know how he's saying it. F-A-T-T-I. Okay. M-A-S-H-I-I. Yeah, that's Mashi or Mashai. I don't know. The and then Parole it. Feminine. Huh. 
Jean-Claude Van Damme's first credited movie role was Gay Karate Man in a movie called Monaco Forever in 1984. Was he gay? Yeah. It was called Gay Karate Man or that was That was his... the name of his oh, role. Nice. Yeah. That was his character. Yeah. I wonder if he's a method actor. Lancaster, Pennsylvania was the capital of the U.S. for exactly one day. September 27th, 1777. Philadelphia was the capital before that, but the British had just captured it, so it moved there. Then to York, Pennsylvania, for about nine months. Hmm. A recent poll asked men and women if they'd be uncomfortable in a series of situations, one-on-one, um, basically, uh, here would be a situation. Men putting <laughs> sunscreen on another man's back. Would that make everyone uncomfortable? 42% of men said that makes them feel uncomfortable. Well, is it indoors? Where are we? Because yes to that right. and no to in the massive like sunshine. behind a sun. window? Right, in the yeah. sun, on yeah. a beach, yeah. or just like in the parking lot and Ben and a friend of his are like worried about. 10% of women are bothered by doing it for a female friend. How many were with men? 42%. Were they uncomfortable being the guy applying or just seeing it? Being the guy applying. Oh, applying sunblock to yeah. another dude. Does that make you uncomfortable? I'd rather spray it if I could. But, <laughs> All right. You know, I see what you're up to. Yeah, yeah, but if I have to, I got no problem. <laughs> you have if a I, massive I do it, problem. I'd do it for a friend. What like, if, if he couldn't reach the back, like, I, I would need someone to help me. I'm not so helping you. <laughs> Figure it out or lay on your lay on your back. What I would do is I'd put what extra if, on your back, and then we'd just rub backs. Yeah, I'd tell, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Get it out of the way. Or just put it on your tummy, and then I'll oh. rub around your tummy like, <laughs> like an otter eaten. 42% of men feel uncomfortable having to share a bed with a male friend. Well, yeah, that's called being gay. <laughs> 21% of women agree with a female friend. They're uncomfortable. Sleeping in the same bed with somebody? Yeah. Hot bed? On the floor. Yeah. You and I in Vegas in that big suite had that giant king bed, and I slept on the couch because I'm not... Ugh. Only your rust butt shots coming out of there. I'm so sad. I wasn't. 44% of men are uncomfortable at a gay bar compared to 20% of women. I think they're a blast. 48% are uncomfortable crying in front of a male friend. Compared it depends to 18% on what happens. of women. There yeah. are certain times you do yeah, have to buck up. If it's over up. my team, then no. Well, if it's just generally like things aren't working out, you start sobbing, it's like calm down. But if there's somebody dead or something. All like, right, Boehner, I'm good. <laughs> Right, it's John Baynard, us, the yeah, Ohio guy. That's yeah. the one he brings up. <laughs> That's the last one. The fifteen-year-old most... man cry. All right, Jordan, you got to have a new man cry reference. Although that's a good one because I remember him for crying too. Yeah, crying Jordan. That was a little emotional. Forty-five percent of men are uncomfortable saying "I love you" to a male relative. Takes time. Just a relative? Yeah. Seventeen percent of men are uncomfortable hugging a male friend. Hugging? Yeah. Depends on how big the hug is. Well, if you're giving the bro hug, I mean, it's like you know. But Brett, you and I have known each other for years. I don't think we've ever just embraced. No. Would you like to change all that? Yes. I'm good. I'm all right too. I like hugging guys and having not shaved for like a little bit and just get my cheek brush up against their cheek. You want to watch a dude yeah. spaz? Hug Brady with a little stubble and cheek him a little bit. You'll hear. Come on. Come on! PTSD from Larry Lankus at Ohio University. Yeah. It, it's it's triggers to some sort of horrible rape in his life. Come on, jeez. 
If you go cheek to cheek with Brady in a hug, it is full on homophobia. <laughs> like you've never seen it manifest faster and harder than that. Knock it off. Come on. God. Weird. There's a hashtag trending girl hammers. Ooh. The idea is to show things that women have used as a hammer instead of an actual hammer. Shoe, stapler, yep. fair leg. Phone. Phones. As a hammer? Glass a hammer. Glass jar that has a candle. Yep, a Yankee candle. Um, direct TV remotes. Well, now, yeah, you don't need them. Rolling yeah, pins. They're as good as paperweights or hammers. Now. Cans of beans. Metal wine bottle opener. There's a video. Coffee there's mugs. just a website it's of it? Just, it just started going viral for some reason. Called Girl Hammer? Yeah, because they did one, I don't know how long ago it was, Girl Dinner. When they smashed dinners? No. Um, someone did a video, and I, I I didn't look up the girl dinner part, like oh. meals. <laughs> well, it's good that you brought up. it up then. I'm glad you did that. I could just, go deep into the girl hammer. Investigative right. reporting. The best thing to do in that situation as a new reporter <laughs> is to not tell us about the thing you don't know about. Well, girl dinner is uh, I mean, celery. Saw, and You don't know. Saw the word dinner and got <laughs> creeped out. That's probably a thing I should look at. Not I gonna. don't want to look at that. It'll ruin. I'm not going to, but... Uh, yeah, the village of Bresna in northern Montenegro held its uh, laziest person of the year, where you lay down. I know you're going to show Brad. No, Nathan oh. Sutherland's girlfriend is like trying to enter this. They've been doing it for 12 years. The winner gets a thousand dollars. This year, the winner went 20 days on his back. Didn't move. You can uh, you can't work, but you you are allowed access to electronic items. Like you can check your phone, you can you have an iPad laptop, for twenty you have to days. Be laying down. What about peeing and pooing? You get a ten minute uh, pee poo break every eight hours. And food, you can eat, eat on your bag and eat like that. No, you gotta. I guess you have to eat. That's part of your ten well, minutes. You can maybe do it on your ten minute break. Just yeah. to crap and eat at the same time. Like our old reception. I was just going to say, well, you know, somebody uh, that wouldn't win that one. got a girl that crush this game. She's been training. Yeah. Taking Pop-Tarts into the ladies' room. <sighs> Yuck. Mm. The strawberries popping today. There's this lady in Salt Lake City that was driving around in a black Dodge Charger that she recently bought. It was used. And people in front of her were pulling over and letting her pass. She had no idea until she saw a photo released by the Salt Lake City Police last Wednesday. Turned out her car was modified. (laughs) It had fog lights that could flash any color you wanted. But it was on red and blue when she was driving. She's pulling everybody over. Yeah. She could have faced charges for impersonating an officer. But she was too dumb to know. Turned herself in and the cops determined she was innocent. Dumb. I was too dumb to recognize when I pulled up to a building and the reflection was red and blue flashing lights that it was me. This she knew, every she time. knew the whole time. You can't be that dumb. When you pull up to your house, there's a wall and your headlights are flashing red and blue lights and you're the only one there. You would know, oh my God, I have, I have police lights on my car. She knew. Unless she bought it that day. In Nevada. Uh, no research. Surprised? <laughs> in Las Vegas, Nevada. I don't know where that is. 
police arrested this guy, Ken Ken Juan uh, McDaniel, from a murder that happened a year ago. They arrested him because he talked about it. It was in his lyrics of the rap song. Ooh, he wrote about killing a guy. Yeah. Here's Ken Juan. Is that uh, like a hundred thousand other rap songs? I think if you make it specific to a human being that's not in the rap game, you're just going to murder someone and... (laughs) Kind of gonna look into that, okay. and then the music video. Like if there was a double down on the action. Dick Toledo gonna die tonight. Here's how. Like that's yeah. wow. Well, I'm gonna look into that. We got the bad mother of the day. I like this segment. Is this Marshawn Lynch's bad mother of the day? Beast mode. She, uh, this woman, went into a Walmart and left her kids in the car. Very hot windows up. And they're luckily only in there for about 20 minutes before uh, all they're able to get them out. That's right. Oh, yeah. Um, How old were they? They were... Old enough to operate the... Well, that's what I'm getting. Hand crank? We'll see. Yeah, because I'm guessing they still have hand crank windows. How old were they? Three and six. Right, three's too six. young. Six is borderline open the goddamn door. I was six and left alone in a car. Child locks in the back seat, so they can't open the door from the inside. They can climb over. Climb over. Yep. <laughs> now, Yakabu Mar what? is her name. She's thirty years old. You're right. <laughs> Yakabo. Yeah, Yakabo. Yeah, yeah, that's the Count of Monte Cristo's pal. Yakabo. Uh, they cuffed her, put her in the back of the police car, and immediately she said, "Can you turn the AC on, please? Oh. It is hot in here." Oh man, Yakabo. Her mugshot is literally the picture of the sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Her mugshot says, mm-hmm. Get know, on with it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. It's hot in here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Aaron, here's your mugshot. Mm-hmm. I was left in the car when I was six. And we used to open the doors. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, she's saying, Mm -hmm. as he's snapping that paper, Mm -hmm. turn to the right, Mm -hmm. and to the left. Mm -hmm. This guy that lives in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, got himself into the official Guinness World Record for the most movies seen in the cinema in a single year. Zachariah Swope, 32 years old. Went uh, to the movies. He saw a total of 777 movies between May 22nd and May uh, 22nd. May 22nd of 2022. Right, we get it. It's a year. Yeah. No, you, you want to make sure you weren't talking about. We the know same what a day. goddamn year is. Make sure you weren't thinking about the same day. No, no, no sorry. It's May 22nd of one. Sorry for too much research. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's never been said on this yeah. show before. You know what? He overcooked it. He overcooked it. Just way too much info in there. No, no, no. Let me get it straight here. See what you're not understanding here. Listen, a yakaboo. Yeah, right. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Let's get to some radio videos. <laughs> the first one is a couple of dudes on a roller coaster at an amusement park oh. um, in Venezuela. He's recording himself, you know, trying to go viral. He's, he's got himself on a... Wait, by the way... A, it's me cam on a roller coaster, right? Just real quick. This is uh, apparently how you say Maryland's motto. Oh, Maryland's motto sounds like this. 
We are looking at how to pronounce the name Jesus of this Christ, Satan. of the United States. We'll be looking at how to say more interesting names of famous places around the U.S. It is said as Maryland, Maryland. Stress on the first syllable. I know Maryland. how to say Maryland, Toledo. What kind of video is this? I said it was supposed to be the motto. Oh. Maryland, you, you Maryland. Two bang each other in the faces, please. Immediately. Just run as fast as you can into each other. This is how you pronounce Maryland as a video on the internet? About how, the, how his motto was, but it didn't get there. Okay. Maryland. He's Maryland. on the plane. Who can't say Maryland but can understand a guy going, now we're going to try out some more interesting things? Like, they don't understand a word of that if you don't know what Maryland we're is. We're looking for that Maryland. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I'll consult the interweb. All right, good luck. Here's the dudes on the uh, roller coaster. Here we go. Okay, he's in a Venezuelan vomit. Nos cayó vomito en la cara. Oh, he's going to puke, isn't he? I just see the word vomoto. Vom, vomito. Uh, oh, he and his buddy. His buddy yeah. looks a little bit uh, worried. It's the person just Oh, there's somebody him. behind him. Oh, no. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, God. Oh, oh they're getting close. Look at the chunk oh, on the lip. Oh, it's on his that's hilarious. Oh. oh no! Oh! 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 Here it's coming again! Oh, yeah. Turn your head! Turn your head! Turn your close your mouth! And he's sucking out! Shout out! Oh. Oh. It's harder to watch the second time. Oh, the little chunk. On OP Live Friday night, the uh, they had this weird drunk crazy woman in a tree at a shopping center. She climbed a tree. And the cops get to where they can, she finally comes down enough to where they can grab her. And they start grabbing. And then all, like, all at once, the cops just go, oh! And they turn their heads. And one goes, she just started pissing on them. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard to watch. And then Dan, uh, the host, he comes back after and he goes, that was weird. <laughs> like, man, you nailed it. Love that show. Next one's a. Uh... A dude doing the uh, Oklahoma drill for football. This is getting you excited we, with his girlfriend. We've, we've done, this, done one, this one. We've done okay. this one before, but it's is a good reminder. Totally cool with it. Repeats are always solid. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. So he's got his girlfriend playing the Oklahoma drill. This is immediately your argument for girls playing football. Yeah, this is this is. This is we, we've can't said it at the time, there. and we'll we'll just to remind you because it's football season. Yeah, good. Oh, oh, pure form oh, tackle. She's not small. No. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. And then he stands over. She's gonna, paralyzed. Gonna try. Hey, that's a form tackle. Shoulder oh, first. Oh, it's perfect, yeah. yeah. Didn't lead with his head. Heads up, play 60. You couldn't tackle me. I mean, there he, there is no give on that. She is full bore 15 yards away. <laughs> and she gets trucked. That's broken ribs. Loads of them. Yep. Well, she's got a lot of protection. Let's just say that. Next Definitely one's a uh, fat bruising going on. <laughs> hot dogging on the motorcycle, thinking he can get through the water. It's a quick hydro plane. Not what they're built for. I don't know what he's it's looking a for. Long the end trek through the water. Oh, geez, Whoa, that didn't last no very audio long. On this. It did not last very long. He gets about ten feet into a fifty feet of nice water. Somersault, though. So. Yeah, he rolled out of it. Wow. Head first for a little while. Yeah, last no more hot dogging on motorcycle. What? Yes, the chunky NBA of uh, the chunky w- WNBA. WNBA. It's girls with great big asses and thongs, yeah. and the crowd's bigger. 
the video has labeled her Thicky Minaj. <laughs> That's Dude, right, Thicky Minaj. These are giant modern day women with their big asses. Watch closely. And the crowd. This is why you don't have this lead. Hands it to Thicky Minaj. Look at the ass on that one. Stumbles with the ball and. Wait! Can't support wow. the weight yeah. of the new ass. The new ass. Oh, oh my! But look at all the big fat asses come out yeah. and console her. Yeah. Like the bench is clear. Watch it again. And nobody more grateful Watch than the bench man. itself. Oh, oh, wow. leg just oh flamingo sideways. I think that's what happened. Look at all the fat Kelsey. asses that go out to help her. That's my favorite part. Is that the ladies coming off the bench with their giant asses? That's right. You go, girl. I didn't think the stuff they added to your ass was heavy. Oh, man. <laughs> Thicky Minaj. It's still better than the WNBA, and the crowd is its packed house. The brothers are going to pay top dollar for that. Fat-ass white women playing basketball. Sold out. That's like uh, that club downtown Amazon. <laughs> I've seen some of the girls wandering in there. My God, you got to butter the door to get them through. All right, Brett, you got it? Oh, I got it. We'll start off with a couple trains. People getting it's taken. A close call. Train. Yeah, that's what There's yours a nice is. Close call. I've accidentally Googled trains before, and it's not that. <laughs> well, your search history. Yeah, the it's algorithm totally yeah, different. It's different yeah. Oh, there's a oh, icy train road coming, train oh, coming. Oh, big train. Oh, nice. Oh, Brakes worked. All right, just gonna make a little bit of a turn. But oh, the other no! train. Oh, we just oh, barely oh, and derailing. He barely got missed by one train, and then another one going the other way takes him out. Just when you think it was okay, stops on the. First set of oh. tracks. Oh, and the train going east is fine. Up. He's trying to turn it and get out of there because I think he did oh, get right. Then the oh, other train. I just think he just got clipped enough. Where the are the one. arms to stop when two trains are going by? Oh, that's brutal. That's Siberia or something, too. Yeah. No, it was stopping English. Was it? Yeah, A wasteland saying. of snow and ice. Canada. That could be. <laughs> Which is their uh, country motto: wasteland of There's snow. There's another and ice. train. Here's a train going westbound. And filming for no reason, oh, and there's a car stuck under car. it, and it is being drugged down the road. Oh, oh! Oh, it's having a tough time over the intersection. Somebody's in there, you know. <gasps> Was in there. Was. Oh. There's the parts of him. Oh, man. He just kinda, Did he make it? Is he okay? Is that guy okay? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't do. I didn't investigate. There's 10 pieces. Oh, <laughs> look at him. There's his legs. Oh, there's his legs. How did all that happen? Nice boots. Oh, rails are very sharp. No, enough. I know, but he's like, he didn't just sit in the back seat and go along for the ride. How'd he get chunked up? Yeah, and that's such a quick uh, section. Maybe. All right. Brett. And we'll end this one. This one's entitled Luckiest Man in the World. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh, I get nervous when it loads. All right. It's a, ga- it's a security cam on some cruddy building in Central America. Guy just walking out. Looks like an empty road. They're all looking one oh, direction. Here comes. Oh, it's a train. A train. A, 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 and I don't even oh, see the tracks. Oh, 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 he's getting beat up all over the place by this thing. How is he lucky? He's not. Is he crawl out from under that? <laughs> There's no, no possible he's way. way. He's like, like a mile ahead already. Yep. That's him, is. right? Oh, yeah. Okay. And that's after? Yeah, I believe so. How is he lucky, Brett? What? He's still. He's moving. No way. If he crawls he's out. He's getting out from no underneath way. that. Oh, his arms. Oh, his oh no, he's trapped. not. Oh, no, yeah, that's, that's his. Funny. I see his face. Yeah. 
So he just got stuck in something, not even under the wheels. He is the luckiest man wow. in the world. He just got drunk. He's That's smiling. It. Yeah. Wow. He's still I don't know if stuck that's a in a train wheel. Or maybe he or, just has no more yeah. lips. You might be right. It, you know, the worst thing that happened to me is I lost my lips in a train wreck. <laughs> I'm not going with the smiling right now. How'd you lose your lips, Todd? Ah, train oh. hit me. I rolled around underneath it for a while. Seems like you got off easy. How do they get him out? They got to back they, the train wow. up a little bit? Wow. Didn't get that far. Wow. But Holy. See, we ended that's on a happy hopeful. note. Yeah. That, was, that was a lot of hope in that last video. That's have- that first one. A uh, few curious texts. Okay. Uh, one of them sums it up and says, John, I've heard you tell that Todd story a lot on this show. Yeah. The one thing I haven't heard is you finish it. How did it happen? How did he oh, escape death? We didn't. So they talked down the Hells Angels to not kill Todd, my black friend. Who talked him down? Uh, oddly enough, the other security guard that was there. Uh-oh. There were two black, skinny, not going to do a thing about the security guards. And I'm standing next to Todd. Well, uh, crab meat <laughs> in his face and then so they stopped and then like pointed at him and then the security guys told Todd and me you guys need to get out of here they're not done and so we left early because what they were doing was just acquiescing to not have the police come and they were going to send a couple guys out to get us if we went back up there wasn't right. it? so Todd and I ran away so you missed the end of the cult show it was a, the it was a of the gentle cult. kick out it wasn't, it, dude, you have got to go. And I'm like, do I go too? Yes. I'm like, okay, because I really wanted to see the cult. You guys need to go. And then we're walking away. And I remember Todd saying to me, uh, hey, man, thanks for that. And I'm like, thanks for nothing. I was going to kick your ass. Like the second fists were flying, you think I'm teaming up with you? It was 80 versus us. And we just missed the show, goddamn. Yeah, and I didn't get to see the cult. Yeah, he was he was very grateful, and then he said, "Please don't talk about this on the air." And I'm like, "Talk? I, that's all I'm gonna do." And then they'll know where we work. I'm like, "You work? Trust me, I'm pledging." I told. I just Todd bought Harley. As a matter of fact, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been buying a bike. I'm hanging out with Crab Dog. I'm doing it all. Another one says Brady got real uh, quiet about the sharing a bed. Didn't he share a bed with Randy Johnson no. and slather him with some uh, sunscreen? <laughs> they sunscreen together, but that wasn't. You no, we had two different beds. Thanks for clearing that. I wanted to sleep. <laughs> right, well, who didn't? He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> right. I'd have blown him for the nineteen dollar room that you two cheap ass. <laughs> the red roof. They'd get your it own was room. way more than that. It was seventy nine dollars. Either way, you should nine dollars. The, the both of you Hall of Famer in here is seventy nine dollar room. I'll just stay in I your room. I was going to get two right. rooms. You know, I'll split the room with you. Brady Yahoo again. That's what he remembers. I guarantee you, Randy looked at him. Brady's puppy dog oh, eyes. Got so one room. Getting two rooms then. We getting two rooms there, Ace. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. The Best Western didn't have the uh, presidential suite. That's right, for the unit. So they call you the big unit, and I'm about to find out. See what you got there, partner. Let's see what you're packing, RJ. Whoa, cowboy. That's a nice one. Take me to Pleasure Town. <laughs> and the red roof, swollen. Red roof in. You know that bed was like a six-footer max. Yeah, Randy's hanging off the end by ten inches. And I'm like, look at me. Brady's right. swimming Star in Star fishing. <laughs> like a baby in a crib. I can do laps on this thing. <laughs> Sleep tight, Randy Johnson. You're making a lot of noise. Uh, it's 821. There you go. That is your Brady Report. All done now. It's 98 KUPD. Sorry about that, Maryland. 
There's another one right there. I, that's concerts that are in my top five now. I, we were just talking off there after seeing Metallica this weekend that I am no longer. I, I have three bands. I've done it with four. I've screwed one up. Three bands I'll never see again. Based on the one time I saw them, they were so great. There's never any reason to try again. Same reason I won't ever go on a cruise again. I got lucky. Right, everybody talks about cruises being crazy and awful. Went to Alaska. Had a great weather situation, and best still, there was a little person's convention on my boat. So, <laughs> covered in little people, hundreds of munchkins all over this boat. And I couldn't believe what I was seeing icebergs, eagles landing next to me, you know, on a, on a little excursions with little people. It was amazing. I'm like, I'll never have a better experience on a cruise ship than this. That's it, I'm done with. ACDC in 1992. No reason to ever see them again. The Thunderstruck Tour, 91, 92, I guess. Never seeing them again. I saw Aerosmith in 1990 before they started writing songs with Diane Warren for Armageddon when Pump and Permanent Vacation had come out. And you're like, this is as good as it gets. Never, never needed to see them again. Metallica did it to me Saturday. They'll never be better than what I saw that night. And I don't think I ever want to see them again for the sake of wrecking what I just saw. Allison Chains was my other one. And I've seen them three times since. And every time it's a little less than the last time. It's kind of rude. Not that they're bad. It no, just no, no. doesn't yeah. live up to that the first time. Which And it wasn't with Lane. It was the first time with William. When they did their first tour with him at Marquee Theater, I think. Or was it Dodger Marquee? It was, I think it was at Marquee. I don't remember. It was a smaller place. And they did the first ten songs were electric. They came out, did the acoustic thing, then came out and did the rest. And I'm like, this is, this is a magical walk down. Allison Chain's memories, and I'm done. I don't ever see uh, Metallica was that way too. Rammstein is the only one that's so great that I think they can top themselves. Yeah. I've seen them three times. Each time was a little better than the last one, and that's so hard to do. That's still, if people ask me what's your favorite concert ever, Rammstein, Glendale, Gila River, whatever they call that arena yeah. now. That's that was an unbelievable show. And I saw them again at T Mobile in Vegas. Equally great. Uh, never let me down. So, you got a few of them. In. A few good ones. Uh, for those of you who weren't listening earlier this morning, speaking of T-Mobile Arena, in Las Vegas, we're going to try to get you guys to Vegas for this show's glorious 22nd birthday. Whoops, sorry, excuse me, I hit the bell. I can take your order now. <laughs> the show was supposed to turn 21 last year. It did its job. Uh, the station was going to pay for a trip to send uh, listeners and us all the way to Vegas in a very special 21st birthday celebration that never came around. So we did it this year. So the show's 22 and going to Vegas. We missed it by a year, but big deal. And are we ever going to have a blowout? Five lucky listeners and their guests are going to go with us. October 13th, 14th, and 15th. You're going to fly out there private style in a set jet. And that is something you need to look into. Set jet changes the game. Private jet. Couches, leather chairs, beautiful people everywhere. Uh, we're going to give you tickets to Shine Down Friday when we land. You go to Shine Down, and then Saturday you're getting tickets to go see our pal Adam Ray. He's performing at the, I think it's the Laugh Factory up there in Vegas on Saturday night. We're covering you. You're going to be at the Resort World. Everything's everything's on, and we're going to try to make it so we have super fans of the show going that are normal people, but one of you. It's just going to be a rando grab off of this game from newacunit.com. Guess the temp. That's it. Go to 98kupd.com. Guess the temperature, newacunit.com. Ready to go to foot your bill, stick you on our private plane through set jet and get you to Vegas with us. And all you have to do is guess the temperature. 
exact temperature at 2.51 p.m. on September 23rd. You go to 98kupd.com. You click on Guess the Temp. See the new acunit.com logo. Click it. Guess that temp. 2.51 September 23rd. Average temperature that day, 95 degrees. What will it be at 2.51 Pacific Standard Time? If you guess it right, you're, you're, going, going, to get, to Vegas, you're baby, going to Vegas, baby. baby. Yeah, you're getting on the plane with us. And God damn it, I hope you're normal. That's some nutbag we're loading up in the plane. So get on that right now. All the rules, all the regulations, any questions you've got about it are at 98kupd.com. So guess that temp, 251 September 23rd, and we shall see who's heading off to Vegas with us for our 22nd birthday. Oh, that'll be fun. This, this is the one we're worried most about. The new acunit.com winner. Because it could be anybody. I know. And all of us are a little bit scared of that. <laughs> I don't want to babysit some lunatic or be on the news or anything going, yeah, we don't know why. He, just, he was a random winner. And he went nuts. But good luck to all of you trying. It's a guess the temp right there at 98kupd.com. And this is a an incredible prize we're handing out. I'm most excited about the flight. I love the plane. Just standing on it the other day was great. Uh, your chances to win are coming up later, but this one is always good to put it in the back pocket. If you don't get through on the phones or anything else, you put this one in there. And people are like, what if a bunch of people guess that temperature? Read the rules. I think it goes to a random draw of everybody who's right. So it gets even more random. The Bob's got to figure it out. Bob's have that all figured. We got the lawyers all figured out. Good stuff. So guess the temp. Good luck. Hopefully uh, a normal person, beautiful people will hop on the plane with us and not embarrass us the entire way. Or someone very interesting. But it could be anybody. Yikes. No vetting. No nothing. They just show up. Uh, it's 841. It's time for the Guadalupe replay. All the way back from Friday, we had toxic Jimmy Fallon. Brady, who hates the ladies. Misogynistic Brady was in there. Who else was in the squares? Uh, Biden and McConnell shared a square yeah. again. They're getting to be a great comedy team, those two. And then he threw that thing out again this week. Did you see Biden's speech over there in Vietnam? When he did that uh, uh, bald-faced, lying pony soldier that he says is from a John Wayne movie that he quotes all the time, but no one can find the quote. Bald-faced, pony soldier. What? Lion, bald, lion something, bald-faced, pony soldier. And he says it's a John Wayne quote. And there have been people searching this for five years since he first said it. It's not in any of his movies. It's nothing. So there's another one to tack on. But uh, you got it all in there. Guadalupe Replay is a... Oh, it's also the debut of Star Trek. So William Shatner was in the squares, too. Here you go. It's your Guadalupe Replay. Harlan Sanders. And Harlan Sanders. That's right, Brady. did the Colonel. It's brilliant. (laughs) It's 98 KUPD. It's the Replay. Let's get to the squares. Here's your hostess, Miss Mo Bergeron. Mo. Thank you, Chancellor. In the top left square... What would Brady do? Hmm? I just have to say before we get to what would Brady do, congratulations to our listener Cody, who just climbed 110 floors this morning out in Glendale. They did that at the arena for uh, one of the, it's the Tower Challenge from the 100 Club, and Banner Health did it. He did 110 floors this morning. So nice work doing the stair climb. That's pretty cool. Great job, Cody Walschlager. And then uh, our, you know, our guys, the fire guys that came in here and did their deal at Salt River on uh, Saturday night. I wanted to do that, the stair climb Saturday at uh, 
Talking Stick or at no, Salt River. I'm sorry, yeah, Salt, Salt River Field. And uh, but then they rescheduled Metallica and kind of screwed the whole thing up for timing. But that was really cool. So nice job, Cody. Well done, man. A lot of that stuff going on today. I'm not sure how long that lasts. If you can just go out there all day, if they're letting you climb. But he showed me a picture of inside Glendale Arena. The stair, every staircase was packed full of people climbing. So good on 110 floors, the equivalent of 110. Ooh. And the and those guys are doing it. You know, some were carrying packs. Too, oh yeah, just out of, on a yeah. Base. And some of them though. The cool, the weird thing is, is when you think about 110 stories or floors of climbing, that many steps that get you to 110. A lot of the steps you're taking in these tower challenges and stuff are down. None of those dudes got downstairs. Every step they took was incline as you climbed the Trade Center. That is a remarkable thing that they did. That's a lot. It's a lot of floors. So, very cool of those folks to do that. Very nice. Uh, and uh, I'm sure there's something else you can check out on that if you want to do that for the 9-11 deal. Uh, it's time now for What Would Brady Do? And it's brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pawn. If you want to go over there, MMP Guns. Uh, one of our listeners, Kyle, did their AR-15 build with Coach Craig and said it was awesome. He said, I, uh, I got my uh, AR-15 built. He said four of us in class, including uh, Craig, that were uh, killing it, putting AR-15s together, very knowledgeable, very patient. He said he asked how we heard about it. We all said KUPD. And then he started telling stories about Brett. Nice work, Brett. Uh, I said, anyway, I built this gun myself, every bit of it, and it's beautiful, and I now know how to take it apart. The major parts of the gun, what they do, I can fix some stuff, I can clean it, and everything. And right before uh, Saturday, I didn't know anything about these things. So you got to get on it. Check it out. It's very cool, Kyle. Yeah, so they got that going on. You can build the AR-15 with the experts over there at m Guns inside Mo Money Pond. A very cool thing. Brett's done it. I want to do it. And now our friend Kyle's done it, and a couple other listeners have done it, and I've heard nothing but great things. So check it out. MMP Guns inside Mo Money Pond right there on 12th Street and Indian School and ask for the Byron Birthday Boy Special. Running this year to next year. That's crazy, man. He's such a giving guy. Well, birthdays last. You know. Yeah. Uh, Brady, are you ready? Ready. Uh, dear Brady, I am a single dad. My ex-wife is in a facility. I don't even know what mm. that means. I've raised our girl all alone. She's 15 now. I let her smoke weed and I let her because I too smoke out. So I can't act like it's awful. Uh, she knows I do it, and I don't want to be a hypocrite. I do tell her she's got to limit it, and it's not allowed in the house. Uh, and I think by doing that, it makes it so it's not that big a deal, so she doesn't do it that much. But the other day, she came to me and asked for birth control and said sometimes when her and her boyfriend get high, uh, they get close to doing it, and she thinks it's going to be inevitable. Should I take the weed leniency away and... Or get her the birth control pill. She also says it'll help with her PMS and cramping, and I don't want to hear anything about that. It regulates her hormones. Uh, this is a hard thing as a father. Brett and John, high five starting now. Uh, signed, James B. You let get her smoke her, the get weed. Get her the birth control. Yeah. You're not going to stop that. Um, from, She's going to take know, that D. You, you don't want another, you don't want a grandkid yet. No. But you did, I mean, you open the can of worms with the weed thing. If you try to take it away, not going to work. She's still going to smoke. You just want to, you know, embrace the uh, the advice on it. Just don't. I uh, trust you with your, uh, your, you know, make good decisions. Just always remind her that. Try to make good decisions on that. Don't do it if you're going to be driving or anything like that. Right. How about this? Get her the birth control and say, all right, birth control. But you're not tapping into dad's weed anymore. You got to get your own. 
and uh, now it's just banned. You yeah. can do it. I know you're still going to do it. But now with the birth control thing, I want that off the table completely because you're telling me that weed makes you horny. That's essentially what his daughter told him. Ugh. Imagine that conversation with your kid. I just get all... And it's on him because he's the only one, you know, at least she's talking right. to him about it. But. Yeah, at least she's uh, got a good relationship about that. But I... Uh, I want D. Every time I get high, I just want his D. So inevitably it's going to happen. Daddy, will you get me on birth control? Ugh. So you gotta, you got to start but being strict about worry, weed. You know, a thing that you probably will worry about is that parent saying no more into dad's weed. Yeah. Where is she getting the well, weed? She, yeah, and it's true, too. And then you got, you're just going to add that crap to it. You're controlling the source a little bit. It's true. Boy, this is hard. High five, Brent. Oh, I had uh, a friend of mine this weekend tell me a story that he uh, went camping or something with his family. I don't remember where they were. And he walks over and his daughter's there. Boyfriend's there. Hanging out. Did the whole thing. I don't know. She's like 17. I don't hold you. And she's in the hammock and she looks at him and she goes, I am so high. Not really realizing she's telling her dad this. <laughs> Wanders over to the mom. Did you realize that uh, a little girl over there is smoking weed with her boyfriend? Oh, yeah, they do that all the time. What the hell's going on? And she does. She does it all the time. It's like cigarettes now. They don't really... Parents are a whole lot less crazy about that than they used to be. I'm so high. But if your little girl tells you that she can't stop tingling down in her nethers and she wants to get penetrated, get her the birth control. I think just add that to her drug mix. You've already got her as a pothead. You made her a pothead. Now make her a pothead that can't get pregnant. For God's sakes. Give her the birth control, man. (laughs) You'll thank yourself Oh, because there's a dude out there that's just ready to hose your daughter down inside and out. He's going to customize that womb. And the next thing you know, you're smoking with your grandkid in 10 years. Done today. Get the birth control by the end of the show, please. For crying out loud. What should I do? Should I not give it? No, give her the birth control and let her keep smoking weed. Let your horny little slutty daughter smoke all the weed she can while she's got uh, dried up dead ovaries thanks to your pills. Oh, kids. Jesus. What? Did they say they smoke together too? Probably. He didn't, but I would assume so. They're probably palling around on weekends. If that were the case, if they're palling around that train gone. That's gone. Yeah. Oh, no, that's long gone. She's too open. That's nothing now. That's like you're trying to limit my soda intake. It's impossible. Although I'm doing a very good job with it right now. Uh, dear Brady, this one's a little long, but I think you're going to love it. I'm going to give my boyfriend another chance if you say so or not if you say ops. Uh, it's something I said I would never do, though, and here's why. He stole money from me uh, six years ago. He sold $25,000 from an account I didn't pay attention to. It was an investment account. He bought himself a car. I wondered, oh, how'd he do that? He said he'd been saving. Then he had some new clothes and stuff. He looked really good. My gosh, where's he getting all this money? He told me he was doing well at work. Felt great. And then he had the decency to invest a few thousand in cryptocurrency. (laughs) I have a lot of money, Brady. uh, And I would have just helped him out. But he since has told me that he was very embarrassed when we dated and he felt insecure about not having anything, so he moved 25000 into his account when he found mine and figured out how to do it. Uh, it made me think he was doing better than he was, so I didn't feel like I needed to give him money. 
So when I found out, I was furious. He betrayed me. I was angry. Uh, since then, I've realized he was in a bad place. Felt um, emasculated. He's fessed up to everything. I admire him, and I'm still in love with the idea of us. And he wants back in. Should I do this? One more thing. I have a secret that would devastate him. I slept with his former best friend the day after we broke up to get back at him. They hate each other. It was a complete spite F. What would Brady do? Mirna. Well, I don't know if anybody's going to know who Mirna is through this story, but that's the only person I've ever seen named Mirna before. Such a common name. Yeah. Probably used a fake name, Mirna. Does she let him back in, Brady? He stole 25 k from her. She said she has a lot of money. Yeah. Um, to most people, the average person that, that get, could be a deal breaker is a, is a deal breaker um, with that amount of money in, in, the, in what was done. Not only was it, to, you know, that was all to buy stuff. Well, it was mostly to make him feel like. I'm keeping up with her, yeah. and she doesn't need to pay. Like, he took a little of her money to set himself some up. pressure. To, yeah, he was feeling like, I don't have this. I can't go out to dinners with her. So yeah. if I have a few thousand in the bank and a new car that looks the part, I'm going to fit in with her and her friends. I would feel better. I would I would feel better about saying, okay, you could work that out. Even some people could say, all right, that's 25K. I believe them that they're, they won't do right. that again. Right. I would have liked to heard... Um, in that letter that he has also paid me back or, or or tried to, you know, is in the process yeah. of paying me back. I whittled that one down. It was like four pages. I yeah. don't remember her saying that. It's a good point. Um, but with your deep, dark secret. Yeah. But that came after. Just know that could be a deal breaker for him. Most likely would be. I'm sure she wouldn't tell him. Yeah, but here's the thing. What's, if he if he's If he's willing to come back with all that he's wearing as a scarlet letter... She yeah. can fire one off and have him go, all right, let's, let's both forgive each other on this. To clear the slate. He still needs to pay her back. And yeah. what he did was 10 times worse. Yeah. Because she boned his friend angry. She did an angry F. Which is more evil? No, it isn't. I mean, no, I'm saying. To the people, stealing the money a, by a lot. Th- because the, the angry F after was after they'd broken up. She was allowed to do whatever she wanted. She didn't betray him. She just went after a guy she knew she'd. And she probably hated him at the time. The dude just stole 25 grand from her. So she didn't, in my opinion, she didn't do anything wrong outside of just an emotional reaction. I think the fact of the payback of going to the best friend or whatever is more than stealing twenty five. Than stealing twenty five k. That's I, I think no it's way. more evil. I don't. You steal twenty five thousand dollars from me and hide it while we're going out the whole time. Of course, I'm going to spite bang you afterwards. There's something coming out of that going, you mother that there, I'm spike banging. That thing is there the whole time, your right. whole life. What do you mean? The money? Between the difference. The money, gone, you can, you know, she has a lot of money. But it isn't you about that. You can't ever that. replace that event. You, can, you can't ever replace I mean, somebody swiping 25 grand from you. Like, that's still, that like, could be $20. Stealing money from somebody. Both in a way, bad. you know, are just like, that's, that's termination. Yeah, it's not good. It's, the two of them don't. That was a bad time. Yeah. But they want to get back together. Well, she's saying she has an opportunity to take him back. She's 50-50. She's letting you decide. I just want to know what this guy's like, you know, operating. That's rough. I would say... Make sure um, he's got some money. My initial thought was, 
<laughs> both go on your own way. Yeah, probably best to just make the stop. Yeah, treat him like his best friend. Give him a couple of grudge humps and send him on his $25,000 way. And get your money back. Brady's right. The payback. Where was that? He jacked money from you the first time. It's right. not saying he's not going to do it again. That's... And he might not. But that's a lot of dough. Yeah. This guy says, John, can you pass her email along to me? I'm asking for a friend who needs a new sand rail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and Myrna, pay attention to your giant accounts, too. $25,000 goes missing. You should know about it. No matter what. That's some, yeah. you know, working to get that account. You know, like a financial account gets the approval. He had to forge. Or just computer transfer. She might have given him, like, permission to do a couple. Like, yeah. oh, just take a couple hundred and put it in your account. And he went, hmm, she won't know this is missing. She's got some cake. And she's not really paying attention to it. That's her slush fund. But, yeah, him, him swiping her money when everything's going good. And then just to keep up with her is 10 times worse to me than her going, oh, really? All right. Screw you, you dick. And then wandering off and banging his best friend. Like, that's probably fairly n- normal. I don't think that's too evil. I think that was a moment like, ah, I, don't, I hate that guy. So I, uh, his enemy is now my friend. I'd rather have it, uh, you know, on that side of it, been a random person than I'm someone sure. that you'd have to see. Probably a few day, of those, too. You know? yeah. Well, he doesn't see him. They don't like each other. Yeah. End of the email, she said she hates that guy, and that's why she did it. She banged his enemy. It's like banging a Baltimore Raven. I just, I can't be friends with you anymore. Uh, and on top of that, it's yeah. special needs, too. So you really <laughs> right, don't that's that. true. You, you had to peel Ravens him out of his, his yeah. helmet and all that. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. That's a good point. He's a Ravens fan, and he's got a little tiny penis. And, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. But she did it to get back at you. Uh, dear Brady, I'm giving myself a present for my 50th birthday. I'm about to have it. Uh, and it's coming up, and I don't know what to do. I'm the product of a divorce, my own. But I'm unlike any man you know. Wife left me for another woman. This is happening a lot. I just talked to another friend of mine had this happen. Uh, she said she's always hidden this reality. It broke my heart. However, two years later, and her divorce is final. Uh, let me tell you this. She was pulling in seven figures a year because she started her own company and just crushed it. She's loaded. Guess who got half? This guy. I'm a man who swung a hammer and now I'm sitting on two million and I get a monthly check from her for the next three years. I'm the woman. It's turned out great. What kind of car should I get myself? Two hundred thousand dollar budget, Kenneth. Ooh, that's pretty good. Nice. Two hundred grand for a car. Man. First off So many choices. Great use of your your newfound money, hammer swinger. Oh man, two hundred grand for a car. I have a friend got one of them AMGs, yeah. eight hundred horsepower AMGs. Those are amazing. Yeah, that's pretty. Um, I've seen that um, road in one of the not the AMG but the uh, the Defender. That's a Range Rover. Those What's the cool. uh, four wheel drive uh, Mercedes? It was seven hundred ninety horsepower. Yeah, I think those are ugly though. Like they're boxy I didn't get, I rode in a cars. regular one about four or five years ago yeah. to uh, Tucson, and yeah. then I was wasn't really yeah, impressed. But that that one was a little different in the interior. And for me, that that new the new Corvette is. Uh, but you know, do you want a two seater cool. mid engine? Two seater. That's all he needs. He doesn't have 
a family to tote around. Those new 911s are nice. Those too. new 911s are incredible. And you can get those for less than two, right? A little bit, yeah. Just under two. That's a lot of money for a car. I, me being me, I get one of those. Uh, I love, well, it's my thing, but those old school Jeeps that they, not dressed up, not fancy pants, but like it's got the, they dropped a new V8 in it. And it's got all the stuff underneath, and it starts getting up there around 150. I don't think you go more than 150 on that. I you. saw uh, this company, forget the name of the website. All they do is restore uh, 79 Broncos and lower. Those are amazing. And they're 100 to 150. They get up to minimum. But, um, Those old Broncos, 71. It'll sour it for you because uh, Bron Bron got one yeah. and showed his, but it, they modernize the interior. Yeah. The, uh, I like the old, old Bronco, 70, 71, 72. Yeah. You, you're lucky to find one of those for under 180. I would maybe go something with, like, you know, a restored classic that's okay. modernized. Yeah. There you go. Why don't you wait till Barrett Jackson rolls around? There you go. Save yeah. your money and go you get find yourself find the horrors there, too. Yeah. If you got one of those bitter badges, oh. you're dialed oh, You got a bitter badge? And then, and then over to the uh, yeah. waste management. Yeah. You have That's figured cool. out, like, hammer swinger. <laughs> yeah. You've got life figured out because you got what never happens. Divorce is always, uh, how much did he lose and what did she get? And in this case, how much did she lose and what did he get? It's the pronouns we never use in this situation. Men lose divorce. Women get divorce. And, this, and now, equality. It's flipped. She's got to pay him for three years, oh, yeah. and she gave him two million bucks. <laughs> Congratulations! And ladies, don't you get mad about this? We're playing your game. You've been doing this to dudes forever. And then don't uh, forget about the ladies' advice on that other side too. Don't you get married? Yeah, that check that's right. stops. <laughs> that's right. You, you get him for you everything. You go the full five years. You take him for everything. This chick left him for lesbianism, high and dry. If this was the opposite, every woman would be telling her friends, you take him to the cleaners. You go, girl. You get him. Well, tables have turned, ladies, and I know you don't like it. We're loving this in man world. Yeah, save up for that Barrett Jacks. 200 grand at Barrett Jacks. It's not going to get you crazy good, but it's going to get you good. And you know his wife's going, man... That was an expensive scissor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's vapor locking vages with a chick that cost her over two million dollars. And I don't know how much she's getting monthly, but her ex is about to start tooling around for new puss just like her. They're in the same game, Brady. They're both shooting for the same uh, end result. But he's going to have himself a mid-engine Corvette or something Steve McQueen used to tool oh, around it. Yeah, That's get yourself awesome. an Eleanor. Oh, you know what you should get. The Bandit's car. <laughs> the old TA. We'll get the old TA. <laughs> yes. I don't know what you should get, dude, but congratulations. I might go multiple cars because you could you yeah, know, you get a couple hundred grand. Who cares? Go to Barrett Jackson, get the whores, and yeah. bid on a few cars. Get a bidder. Low bid that stuff, yep. though. Don't look. Dumb. And just say, ah, didn't get any of the bids. Eh. Wasn't worth it. Wasn't worth it. I didn't want to go up that high. Those cars are nagging. I'm good with my money. And then just go home in your Accord or whatever it is you're tooling around and hammer those chicks on your bed of money. Congratulations. First off, no matter what you do, congratulations. You gamed the system. You costnered that rich lady. I love it. It's good to hear. Good to hear a dude win in a divorce. Very rare. Got a lot of friends who've been through divorce. All of them are just destroyed by it. Never heard a woman go, I got halved. Her dudes talk about it. I got halved. I lost my house. What did she get? The house. 
You lost the house. She got a house. How'd that happen? That's how divorce works. Plus, she got comfortable with the lifestyle I provided, so I got to keep paying her to not love her anymore. That doesn't make any sense. One for the guys. Go get yourself a nice car. And when you get it, drive around the parking lot a couple of times. We want to see it. Well done. There you go, uh, folks. Folks, that's uh, what would Brady do, and he's done it again. And we heard good stories today. It's 98 KUPD. That was what Brady did. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah, it's all a big debate going on in here whether or not that that guy should that, that she should let that thief back in her life. <laughs> Twenty five grand is a lot of dough. Some guy named uh, Phil emailed and said, "Just a quick reminder: grudge banging someone not illegal, stealing twenty five thousand dollars, wildly illegal. Uh, one is a lot worse than the other." And I totally agree with that. And I agree with what Brett said. Zebra doesn't change its stripes, but a zebra has no awareness of its stripes until its stripes get him in trouble. And then you have to be aware of your stripes and try to keep those stripes out of trouble. But you're never going to have them different. Once you're a thief, when you get caught, you're a reformed thief. That's it. You're and always, you're always a thief. by keeping yourself out yeah. of those situations. You're a reformed thief. If you're a but you're, cheater. You're on a your thief. Yep. Everything. Your wife you're, or boyfriend. Always that. You, you wear that like skin. And then it's your job to... Wife, so my behavior is better. I'm right. going to the gentlemen's clubs. So right. Get away from everything. <laughs> you always will have that. Doesn't mean you're not capable of living your life, but it's something you, you have to be live. aware of. It never goes away. Alcoholism, drugs, thieving, all that stuff. You have to wear it like skin. I always get worried when people say, oh, I'm all better. That means you're not paying attention to what could happen around you. You might be rose coloring this a little bit, and then you're going to fall into that trap. Talk to an alcoholic. They get it. Alcoholics like, I'm always going to be an alcoholic. Haven't had a drink in 20 years. I'm an alcoholic. And I've always said, well, you're not, though. Oh, I am. Give me a drink. Watch me. Even Ricky Rackman was saying that yep. about being a druggie, you know? Yep. You are. Once you're once I you're don't an drink addict, anymore, yeah. but I love weed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm Well, sure. that, that's something I've never understood. I still yeah. inebriate myself. I'm like, I'm not so sure. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I always get that. But yeah, the $25,000 mm-hmm. guy, is he capable of doing it again? You bet he is. You better believe it. But it's whether or not you believe he's not going to. Because if he's willing to do it once, it's a horrifying prospect. If he's like, oh, I'm all better. You don't have to worry about that anymore. He should be telling you, no, I'm a thief. You need to keep an eye on me. Okay. Because I'll do it again (laughs) if I see 25 grand laying around. I'm stealing that. Or at least I'm going to say, I'm going to steal this. Somebody help me. I love the alcoholic's way. I wish I was an alcoholic, <laughs> but I handle it really well. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news. Only Brady. Oh, no, that's the other thing. It's the entertaining news that only Brady knows. We call this the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And I'll tell you this. If you want to defend yourself from somebody trying to steal your twenty-five grand, that's the place to go. They've got all sorts of things you can go out there and learn about uh, keeping your eyes open, head on a swivel, becoming a sheepdog, not a victim. Plenty of sheep out there and plenty of people looking for them. Don't be one of them. Uh, all their seminars that are coming up, the escalation they did, I think, on Friday, and that's always a really fun one to teach you how not to fight, Miyagi style. Learn to defend yourself, and then learn how to never have to use that. Don't put yourself in situations that make it so you are going to be in trouble and not know what to do. They make you better at being you. That's the key. Sheepdog, 
not a sheep. They have it out there in Phoenix. They've got it in Glendale. They've got it in Chandler. They got you surrounded. What you going to do? It's reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black. Brady, entertain me. A massive can of worms opened up for Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis oh. when their letters of support for Danny Masterson were published. One person who took issue with it was Chrissy Carnell Bixler, was one of Danny's accusers. She posted a message to Ashton and Mila. The, uh, pretty rough. She said to Ashton, um, Ashton, I knew the secrets. I know the secrets your role, role model keeps you. Huh? Um, I know the secrets your role model keeps for you. Oh, yeah. One of them was, um, don't forget, I heard. Did you forget I was there? You were on speakerphone that night and called Danny on February 21st, 2001. I heard everything. Ooh. I heard the plan. In my opinion, you're just as sick as your mentor. Yikes. Ooh. What was she that? She didn't about? say uh, what was the supposed plan, um, but she said to Mila, I pray you begin your process. What you experienced as a child on that set, referring to the 70s oh, show. Oh, man. Your old interviews are very telling. I feel very sad for you, and I hope you consider getting into therapy. You almost forgot I was there the whole time, those five years on that 70s show. I remember everything. Nice. So what they're kind of saying is, Ashton, the reason why you're writing letters, stuff to support, you're trying to... (laughs) He did go into scramble and cover Ashton's Ashton very quickly. He's got that... He wrote the letters of support for Danny Masterson, and then like two days later... Has this poorly acted Instagram post with his wife saying, well, you know, we're victims' rights first and this and that. And it's like, write the letter for your friend and shut your mouth. Or don't write the letter for your friend and shut your mouth. That's the better way to go. Right. Wait until things get out. Well, I understand, right? Like, if Brett got in trouble for something horrible and they're going to sentence him, he's already guilty. So if you're asking for help for your, you know, person, like, look, this is not the guy I knew. He's capable of other things. Punish him. But understand that he didn't live his whole life doing this one. This doesn't represent all of him. So I get that letter. But if you're going to write that, stand behind it and say, hey, that was a close friend of mine. I, I don't stand by what he did. But I did write a letter to say I want some leniency in his sentencing because it's not who he is all the time. She and it didn't work. posted a clip from Punk featuring Hillary Duff, who was underage at the time. In his narration, Ashton says Hillary is... One of those girls that were all waiting for her to turn 18, right. along with the Olsen twins. Right. Um, and in 2004, that was true. And it was called a joke. And at least he's waiting for them to be legal. Exactly. A joke? What's that? No, exactly. They're, they don't exist, especially the ones where you go back in time. But yeah, I didn't like that Kutcher threw that apology. I shouldn't have written this letter, but I did write this letter. And I'm glad I wrote the letter, but I shouldn't have done the letter. That the video is very much save your own ass kind of stuff. Laurie Strode's house from the original Halloween, that's who Jamie Lee Curtis played, the role of Laurie, is on the market for one point eight million. It's uh isn't in Haydenfield, Illinois, because that town doesn't actually exist. It's in Los Angeles. Oh. It's in Pasadena. Is it? I think yeah, that's where they film they film all yeah. that stuff. Pasadena yeah. has the most beautiful homes. South Pasadena, they're like father of the bride. I used to go by that house all the time just because it's such a great street. The upcoming documentary, Nickelback, Hate to Love, addresses all the haters, and Chad Kroger is done discussing it. <laughs> says, I'm over it. Don't act. Yeah, just look at my bank account. Yeah, he's happy. The Beastie Boys 
uh, Square was unveiled this weekend at the intersection of Ludlow and Rivington oh, in Manhattan's like Lower East Side. Hollywood Square. <laughs> <laughs> They're right. calling it Beastie Boys Square. Uh, Mike D. and Adam Rock or Ad Rock were there for the unveiling. That's nice. Adam wasn't because he passed away in 2012. But Ad Rock had an interesting take on the honor. He says it makes me really happy to know that some kid on the way to school 50 years from now is going to look up and say, F is Beastie Boy. Yeah. <laughs> and why'd they get a square? I like that a kid is uh, walking down Hollywood Boulevard and uh, taking a look uh, on his way to school. <laughs> if you've been to Hollywood Boulevard, the school near that, that kid can't read. There's nothing about that area that sends kids in backpacks wandering off to school. Nuh-uh. It's kids with heroin in their backpacks selling it on Hollywood Boulevard, but it's enough of that. Uh, that's it. We're done. Don't forget, guess the temp. Only normal people, please. No lunatics need to guess the temperature. That would be silly. NewACUnit.com. Sending us to Las Vegas to celebrate Holmberg's morning sickness's 22nd birthday. All you can do is guess the temp. September 23rd, 2.51 p.m. If you guess it right, you're heading out. You're going to Vegas with us. Oh, some rando. You're getting on a set jet private plane, rando. You're going to go see Shine Down the 13th. You're going to see Adam Ray the 14th. I'm going to put you up at the resort world in a nice place. Some rando that wins a temperature contest from newacunit.com is going to be the one that we tag along with. Maybe we can make it so Bodie from New AC gets it. That'd be nice. He's a good dude. I think Bodie should guess this one. I'm so worried Charlie's going to win. So worried. Or Gilroy, too. Gilroy. Good could be Lord. jokes all the way up there. Oh, my God. Nope. Muzzled the whole way. <laughs> Gilroy could make the an hour flight way. feel like you're going around the world in a balloon. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but anybody can go. So if Gilroy's there, we'll smile and shake his hand and ask him not to say much. But he gets to go. Uh, and then four other winners will go over the next few weeks. Oh, stay tuned for this one. I'm excited about our trip. Our big birthday super shebang up there in Vegas starts right now. Guess the temp. That's right. Danny Masterson is the, <laughs> the last time that word was used. What? Uh, it is up there in Vegas, and we're going to do it. NewACUnit.com. Thank you guys for helping us with this and putting this thing together with us. Uh, that's it. Larry's coming up next. He's still high off the Metallica show. He had a hot date. I saw him with his hot date on Saturday night. <laughs> Oof. She left him for Ivan. Yeah, she I did. Saw, yeah, I saw she left pictures. with a five finger. Yeah. That Chris guy in her. He goes, my tummy feels bad. I know what to do with you. Gave him some chicken soup and helped him out. Larry took his mom. It was adorable. Uh, anyway, it's 1013. Larry's coming up next. We'll see you guys tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Forever, friend. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.